0: that i got that fixed look at when i lean bam we're live when i lean back i adjusted the focus slightly i think i need to make it a little sh- more shallow again also now that i have it set up a little differently before in the shows when i was leaning back i was getting out of focus now i'm like oh nice and crisp severe what's up dude i uh ended up on your uh, instagram today good to see you i'd never been i don't know why because i got this new instagram account so like i have more more ability to see uh new people oh guys want to see something crazy i want to see something just absolutely nuts the new uh the behind the scenes trailer is done you guys want to see a couple seconds of it i mean not done done um but enough to where i could show you a little bit and uh, I don't want you guys to, uh, oh God, it's so crazy. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, videos. And, uh, oh, no. cars here. Maybe later.
1: Hi. Hey.
0: i was about to get naked.
1: <laughs> don't let me stop you.
0: Now that you're here. Look at, I, um, I, I, you know, what won't stop me is I wasn't feeling so good. I feel like I jumped out of it. Not that I, I don't feel sick, but my stomach feels like something could come up.
1: Oh, why?
0: I don't know. Just like. I don't feel sick. I don't have a fever. feel strong. I look great, right?
1: Yeah, you look amazing.
0: But just in case. Oh, <laughs> no. Because what's crazy is I was at jiu-jitsu jiu- with my kidneys. Like, oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up the whole time. I'm like, ah, oh, you pussy. And then on the way home, I was like,
1: got a little bit of that myself.
0: Got a little bit of that myself.
1: <laughs> just eating something up or.
0: Um, wh- nice. Where are you?
1: I'm at home right now so i live um on the gold coast in queensland so yeah
0: that's why it looks like that's why it looks like you're in bali that's why it looks like you're in paradise you are in paradise is it paradise
1: yeah Yeah, pretty much where i live like this particular suburb um on the gold coast is very we're in like a wildlife protected area so it's very um yeah that's my suburb (laughs) crumbin so um yeah we um it's very like rainforesty, lots of animals, like just super chill. It's not like what people think of the Gold Coast. So like most people think of like surface paradise up north there, and it's like that's kind of like the city. I'm down right close to the border, so I'm down on the southern end, and it's really like kind of small towny, really chill vibes.
0: Uh, Ivana, the Gold Coast is sick. That means yeah. it's good. That means it's good. I don't know, you guys in America, that means that's good.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Is good. It is yeah. good. It's busy right now because we're in Christmas holidays. So, like, I think our holidays are different than you guys. So, our kids are on school holidays because we're obviously it's summer for us right now. So, our summer holidays are Christmas time. So, when you live in like a really beautiful part of the world that's a bit of a tourist destination, it's pretty crazy out there right now. Like, the roads are wild, and so we're kind of just lay low.
0: Who comes? Is it the Russians and the in the <laughs> Europeans? Like, who comes? Like, who, who Americans? Look, like, who comes?
1: I don't know, comedians. man. I, I don't know. At the moment, it's actually just most people kind of feed in from just like a little bit further north, like from the city areas. And they just come to the beach, like, you know, maybe like an hour away, hour and a half, something like that. Um, people just move around a little bit and, you know, but there's not, it's not as bad. Obviously, like there's people traveling internationally, but it's not quite as bad as like, say, Sydney would be like down down that way would be like hectic, more like international tourists. But here it's kind of just a lot of people just moving around within the state or like, you know, coming to see family within Australia. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because obviously they can hang out. It's like the one time a year they kind of just hang out at the beach. It's like it's like Hawaii for the U.S., you know, or like Florida or something, I guess. I don't know.
0: How it, How is it, How's the service in Australia? Like in Hawaii, it's just atrocious. Like no one could give two fucks. Like, uh, could I get a drink? Uh-huh. I mean it's just uh, horrible is australia is it good
1: it definitely depends on where you are the like customer service is not as good as say like in main parts of the us because we don't work off a tipping system so like oh. in the us like i we i found that when i first started coming over and like we were in la it was like people rely on those tips so they actually would like most would put in more effort and i was like oh right. my gosh like they try so much harder and then here they get paid like our minimum wage is so much higher and then they don't need tips. So they're like, Oh, like it just depends. Is It depends on where you go. Like if someone genuine, like genuinely likes their job and whatever, it's better. And then if you're in sort of more chill areas, people are a little bit nicer. It it's really just, a, it's area dependent. Where I am, everyone's pretty chill. Like it's mostly kind of like young people or like little mom, dad businesses owning cafes. Like we're riddled with cafes, like awesome food and coffee everywhere. Um, and so it's yes yeah, it's, it's a vibe and most most of the time people are pretty good
0: um, uh, so if you go to a restaurant there mm. and the waiter or waitress is just absolutely killing it you don't you don't tip them
1: no one really would know like you could it would take something exceptional um like especially now because like no one's like really really like paying cash or anything right and then like we're, we're, may like maybe some places oh, because
0: you don't even have a spot on the receipt to do it
1: no we don't pay like that so we will literally so some places you'll either go up and you'll pay when you order yeah and like we're this tap system right so you're like yeah. this is what i order okay yeah it's 53 boom done leave is there a um, jar on the counter no, no like not that i can think of of any places that i've been to lately like maybe some little small places they might put something but like because yeah no no one's really carrying cash so like they're not gonna really get much in there but um some yeah literally the only thing i can think of that i've seen is like our uber eats that's the only thing i've seen of you can you can tip and they're like you know you can tip as you're ordering and i'm like well i'm not gonna tip you when i don't even know if you're gonna like turn up on time with my food or not
0: right then it's like if you have to tip before then it's like do i want you to spit my food or not
1: yeah that's right i'm like no i'm like no where i come from you've got to work for it <laughs> Like, and then if you were good and you turned up on time and didn't like sit around and you know take 20 minutes longer than you're supposed to or whatever but yeah we don't really tip we just kind of pay but in saying that everything's expensive so we pay we pay for it you know what i mean and like because minimum wage is higher or whatever like you're having to cover those costs like people are passing those costs on so it's not cheap to to, buy to live on
0: the Gold Coast
1: It's definitely not cheap to live on the Gold Coast Yeah
0: uh, Lucky camera straps Which is uh, ironic Because this is like one of the greatest tippers to the show This guy always gives money to the show From Australia Oh yeah? Yeah, Australia's favorite CrossFit athlete Hey Kara, <laughs> Kata What? Kara Kara
1: Kara I don't uh, care. People, everyone's you? always like, "Oh, do I pronounce it like this or that?" And I'm like, "Well, look, we say it like Kara, but I also say a lot of words differently than you do because you have a different accent than me. So, like, if you yeah. say it like Kara, I'm not going to be offended."
0: Yeah, you never have. I, 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 I do both. I do both.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried.
0: Okay, thank you. Good. Like, I if you it. called
1: me like, like Jane, and didn't know my name, what have I called I you?
0: T- what have I called you, Tia? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: we're just all the same, right? And you know, <laughs> Aussie female. You're just the same person. Aussie female crossfitters
0: hey has anyone ever called you Tia oh,
1: you know what I've had to I've have no but I've been called Sarah oh um like as in Sigmund's daughter and I don't yeah. know whether it was like a because it's like her name is like S-A-R-A and then I'm K-A-R-A just wires like on being Insta- crossed yeah it was like on Instagram or something and it was probably maybe someone who wasn't super familiar with crossfit I don't know and I was like okay cool man whatever <laughs> I don't take care that much
0: um, what are you? What are you doing? You have, you have two kids. You you yeah. birthed a kid on the internet.
1: I did, yeah.
0: Dude, amazing. <laughs> we showed it on the show. Amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, we we're like one of my one of my friends was like, gosh, hey, She's like, that was savage. I'm like, yeah, I know. That's you're the bravo. greatest role
0: model in the history of CrossFit.
1: Oh, thanks. <laughs>
0: you truly are. I'm not joking. You you, really, you really that is the that is the single one of the single greatest gifts you could give to a child is letting them just be born just straight at home, just straight out of the vagina and just let them just be cool. Like what a great start to life.
1: Honestly, it was like the coolest thing I've ever done, like hands down. And I had a really good birth with my daughter, but this was like to be at home. Like I'd done a lot of, um,
0: you mean the first one you had in the hospital?
1: first one I had in hospital but it was a bit different so we were in like a birthing suite where you still have midwives it's kind of like having a home birth but in a hospital so it's like a separate portion of the hospital it's for all like um I, I don't I don't know if it's just an Australian thing or whatever but it was like a um it's like a, it's very like holistic and you've got the water bath in there and the midwives kind of like just leave you and they all a little bit hippie and um uh which is I was actually booked in for that down here as well um and I think this is where like, I didn't necessarily, I I planned on being there. I was like, look, I had a good experience. And as I was kind of going for these appointments, I started to get like, I guess the dialogue was like, not sitting right with me, like in the system a little bit. It was different than, it was a different hospital than, than my first birth. And the first one was like amazing. Like they were just so good. Um, And then this one was just like a little bit more structured and clinical. And then it was funny. I was like, I had a really long labor the first time, like days. It was so long. And uh, this time I'd done so much more birth prep, like so much, so much more. Okay, like, Hold on. You know?
0: Hold on. Hold on one second. Cause I want to ask you about your birth prep, but some questions are piling up. What yeah, did you hear that signaled you? There were some things that doctors and people were saying that made it like, oh, I'm doing this one at home. Can you give me a couple of those?
1: So, like, it was just little things. Like, for instance, when I was about 36 weeks, I think, I went in and they started, like, for one, the midwife I had, she didn't have children. That's not the end of the world, but, like, a a little bit of, like, a communication. You could sort of tell there were certain experiences where I'm, like, and she was new. And this was, like, sort of her first time into midwifery. And um, she they were like saying things like, oh, he's measuring really big. And um, so what we'll do, uh, you know, is it was very much like what we'll do is if he's big, you know, uh, you'll just come in. I'll go talk to the surgeon. You'll have an induction, blah, blah, blah. And it was like talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Um, like that's and – and I'm not one of those pe- people that's like a type A, like this is my birth plan, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, look, I know what – I know – I to me, this is my opinion, take it or leave it. I'm like – birth is natural and real and primal and if if everything is sort of done a certain way and you live a certain way and you have a certain belief system and you are mentally, emotionally, you know, physically prepared with the loved ones around you, it can be the most natural and just real raw thing possible like it's it's not it doesn't need to be overcomplicated unless it's It's not a medical procedure
0: it's not a medical
1: procedure it's not a medical procedure unless it's a medical procedure right so like there are certain instances where we're absolutely blessed with that situation and i feel like the message of birth has just gotten so lost along the way and um as has most have most things right from like i base my life kind of around nature like how is it sort of planned out how is it sort of world set out to be and then i try and kind of like live in rhythm with that right as best i can in a modern world and um without being too like crazy and stressed about it and uh yes it was like we'll do this and that and we'll induce and just a constant like oh my chai is big and i was like like, you have "Mm -hmm." more
0: of a plan than i do and and you didn't want to hear like the uh, i'll tell you when my wife was going to have her baby we with we were with the OGBYN, and we wanted to have it in the hospital. And I said, and I, she said, Hey, this is a full partnership. We'll talk everything out. And I said, great. I said, one of the things I want you to do is, is not have the pick in her preparing to in- put drugs in her because mm. that way, if she does need the drugs or she does want the drugs that can give me an extra step to try to talk her out of it because that's what yeah. she wants me to do. And right that's away right. the doctor goes, that's non-negotiable. I was like, motherfucker, you just said this is a 50, 50 partnership.
1: Yeah. And it's, and, and then it's I was just- like, Oh, yeah there were like a few things where I was like I really realized I was like this woman's kind of like just ticking boxes a lot and then and I had really you know and I'm like I'm like I'm not complicated I'm I'm in great health um you know I, I spend a lot of time and a lot of money to keep my family healthy like and you know educate myself as best I can and uh it's just, I felt like I was kind of like under this blanket and I was like, it's fine. It's fine. And I was kind of like, it's fine. It's fine. And it was so funny. Cause then when I, I didn't have any intention necessarily, I was open to having a baby at home cause you have to be open to everything. Right. Like, and I had employed the services of a local doula and um, who like runs a heap of courses and stuff here. And she is amazing. And what courses like, she wrote like teaches doulas, like teaches oh. people how to be a doula and does a lot of like stuff in like the birth space and has a really positive like mindset and like everything that I wanted to consume, like you are what you consume, right. And who you're around. So I employed her, um, to be my, be my woman, be our support, be Maddie support as well in all of it. Like it was the three of us. And, um, she, yeah she was like amazing and you know we were like prepared for anything and I was like look I'm pretty chill I feel like I've done the preparation we're really close to the hospital if shit goes down um she's been to like five million births and knows like we we obviously knew all of the the things that would indicate if something was wrong or whatever and I was like I feel good I feel good in my body and I feel good in this and um, so we were prepared for that, but not prepared so much as like that. We were had like a, anything set up at home. We were just like, look, if, if a baby decides to come out, they come out and they come out. Right. Like sometimes it could be in the car or whatever. And I think mentally you just need to be open to and receptive to whatever this baby decides, because it's not me, it's the baby. Right. Um, and, uh, I'm in labor and it's kind of cruising and I'm at like, home, I want at home at home. I want you at to right stay, now,
0: where you're at right now.
1: Yeah. Where I'm at right now. Yeah. So I wanted to stay at home for as long as possible. I was like, I wanna be in my space with my husband, with my baby girl, like where I'm comfortable. And um no part yeah. of
0: you is like, there's no part of you already, like, fuck you, bitch, I got this. I'm having this at home. <laughs> when did, did, did that cause I could see you got a little bit of fuck you in you?
1: Yeah, I do, but it was like a – it's more like a, a belief in myself and like I like to do what I want to do. That's what like I meant, not fuck yeah. you.
0: That's what I meant. Belief in yourself, sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> that interpretation.
1: I'm more I'm also just I do like to do things what feels right for me and not necessarily like I don't sort of follow follow the crowd so much. Um and uh, there was a point where like I was, you know, cruising along and you're in pre-labour and whatever, and then all of a sudden it started to escalate. And um, I got to the point where I was like, "Fuck!" The last thing I'd want to do right now is get mm. in the car. Like it had oh, kind yeah. of just, like my waters had broken, and then from there it just like I'd probably push it a bit long, but I think subconsciously I didn't want to leave, and I knew I didn't want to leave, yeah, and yeah. so that's why I let it go. And uh, was Maddie was-
0: like, was Maddie like bringing out the blankets and shit? Like I like I put on, I put down thirty layers of blankets and sheets yeah. and tarps, and was he like, yeah. "Oh shit, we're gonna have a fucking uh, yeah," so he like. <laughs>
1: yeah so he had fully like this is how unprepared we were for it so I was mentally prepared but not like prepared as it was a plan so I'm in the shower then I've like my waters have broken like crazy so I'd been in labor for a while then they broke and then shit just like was on um everything went like to that next level and I was like oh man like this is uncomfortable now like I'm um, I'm really having to like get in the trenches like mentally and kind of go to my preparation place he'd Brought the bags out to the front door, you know, everything was ready to go. Like he'd called my um my business partner and our really good friend to like come and like be in charge of my daughter, like just to like help her out. And they had a photo shoot on that day. So she was gonna take her and do stuff. And um and there was old already is the
0: daughter. How old's the daughter at that point?
1: She's four. four. So, uh,
0: during the birth she was four?
1: Yep. So she came out, she was there for most of it until like the last minute just before he was born. She went out to this photo shoot and, um, like helping my business partner, like the show goes on. And, um, so she just missed it, but she was here for like all of it up until then. She said, I was, she goes, Mom, you woke me up going, Oh, oh, (laughs) I'm like making (laughs) the noise. And I'm like, Oh, sorry. I'm like, Sorry to inconvenience you and your sleep trying to like birth someone right now. But, um, yeah, so he had all the bags and stuff at the door, and then, you know, the doula, like Megan and him, are like, oh, we kind of need to make a decision, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of, like, putting it off, because I'm, I'm Why working, did they say that?
0: Why did they say make a decision? Why didn't someone say, Cara, you need to get in the car, sweetheart?
1: Because they, it was, no, not, one it was that. Like that. no one talks to you like
0: that. Because no one talks to you like that.
1: No, and they knew, like, Maddie goes, whether he felt comfortable with it or not, he was like, "You, it's your body, it's your decision, what you need to do and what you feel comfortable with, I've got your back and I'll trust you. And then Megan's the same, that's her thing. And she goes, unless anything, she monitors to make sure everything is, like, safe and that I'm okay and supported. She's giving me acupressure and, you know, just doing all those things, just, like, being a real support. And uh, they're kind of like... you touch
0: the baby at that point? Like, can you put your hand down there and touch his head? I,
1: I couldn't yet. No, I couldn't yet. Okay. Okay. Um, I think he just kind of went from like up to down pretty quick. Like I mm. think it just was like. It is a yeah, he? Was, you
0: got a he? You got he, a girl? Yeah. You got a he? Yeah,
1: girl and a boy, yeah.
0: What's his yes. name? Walker. Walker, great
1: name. Yeah. Um, we call him Tex though. He's never been called Walker because we kept calling him Tex or Walker, Texas Ranger for so long as a joke yeah. and now it's stuck. So, But anyway, um, so yeah, we uh, then all of a sudden, she's monitoring she's listening to my sounds pretty much and I was like I'm getting really primal that was kind of my vibe I was like I feel like I need to really like get deep and let it out and really like immerse myself in in birth and um so I'm doing that she's hearing my sounds and the change of pace and she's like you know if if that's a decision you want to make then um you know we kind of need to make it I had towels and stuff in the car just in case I had left it too long or whatever you know back up and uh and then I'm like I've just looked at Maddie and I'm like, I can't get in the car. Like, I don't want to get in the car. I don't want to go anywhere. I can't. Like, this has gotten too far now. Like, it's. I could feel that it was really close. And we're like, this isn't going to happen. If I had have got in the car, I would have I would have birthed him in the car. And, and um, how's
0: Maddie react? Is he, even if he's scared shitless, is he cool? He's like, yeah, no problem. We got this shit.
1: Uh, he's so, like, He. when you think about it, he's come from an army background and he's a firefighter now. So he's yeah. so, like... He's on task so like Mm. if something needs To be done he's action immediately He's like so as soon as I'm like I want to stay Home he's in getting the mats he's got Towels he had it all ready anyway he set It all up he's like he is good checking Like and was just it was done and he's
0: Cool he's cool it's at home there you Want to have him in the car I don't give a shit we got this
1: Yeah he's like cool but not cool like He's like there's low-key panic on the inside But he's fully like got this And um and As you are are, those bugs I I hear in
0: the background by the way that was just yeah. like bugs flying through there. Cool. It's like cool. it's
1: like. Is, is it all right? Is, yeah, um, it's totally
0: cool. They just came and went. I saw a big ass bird flying around back there for a second uh, too.
1: Yeah, there's like crickets because it's summer. They're like real noisy, and the birds have quieted down a bit. But um, yeah. So he, he gets still looks match like down. a
0: hunk. He's looked. He's aging well. He's he. You did good.
1: Yeah, he's doing well. Oh yeah, yeah I'm punching. I'm punching. Yeah, all right. But uh, <laughs> he's um, yeah. So he's ready. Please put the mats down. And honestly, it was like so quick from there. Like from that moment. Um do you and- ever think
0: do you ever think I mean I mean this from the bottom of my heart?
1: Mm.
0: I know he finds you very attractive and I know he thinks you're smart and beautiful and you're ambitious, <laughs> but do you ever think that maybe he like he's just like I want a kid from that? Like I want <laughs> I, I but- want those genetic I want a kid with those genetics.
1: <laughs> oh look, he, that he thinks that about
0: me? Yeah, like he just saw you and he's like, fuck, if I could get a couple babies <laughs> from her, you will fuck shit <laughs> up.
1: <laughs> well, look. I think a huge part of like the attraction to a person is obviously like what they, what they also bring to the table. Right. Like there's, that's a part of it. Like he, what he's attracted to me is like a fit female, like, and like a strong woman and all that kind of stuff. So like, of course he naturally like thinks, yeah, that's pretty cool. And I mean, like, I mean, he brought his own to the table too. He's like super fit and comes from good stock, So uh, I appreciated that too.
0: <laughs> my, my friend, Travis, Bajin, he says it half joking, but I also know he's half serious. His son is uh, 6'3", and he's a quarterback in the NFL. And he really wants his son to find, like, a six-foot-tall Division one black girl volleyball player. And he says <laughs> yeah. if, he, if they have sex, he would ha- he would be the perfect human being. And if he, he could get, like, three boys, he could have three more NFL quarterbacks. He's, he's like, I could make them. And part of no, me I- like,
1: Fair.
0: <laughs> yeah, fair. Like I fair. sure.
1: Yeah. Like I get it. Be like, I love you, and I wouldn't you yeah. just be happy, but that'd be pretty cool.
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, let uh, me yeah. read some let me read some comments here. Uh yeah. I apologize. It's a very uh cantankerous crowd. It's all over the place. Um, the famous anchorman Ron Burgundy once said, You have a fantastic Heine. He was clearly talking <laughs> about Cara Saunders. J- Janelle Winston, who has four kids of her own. That was an amazing video. I cried my eyes out.
1: <laughs> I love that.
0: Uh, I Michelle, got a lot of
1: those messages, a lot of those.
0: Oh, it was so moving when I saw the video. It's incredible. It's, it's, it's so great that you did that. It's so yeah. – we'll get can to that. Can I tell people. you
1: my – Let me read one this thing. one and then you can tell okay, me. yeah, yeah you go, uh, you This know.
0: video was so beautiful, brought tears to my eyes, and Car and Matt are some beautiful uh, – some, make some beautiful children. That's for sure. Okay, tell me. Tell me about Appreciate the feedback that. you get. I,
1: I was going to say that I think one thing I didn't expect, because we were – Maddie filmed, so he – he had the camera just sitting on a tripod, and then every now and again, if Megan would kind of like they were tag teaming and helping, moving around, giving me offering me different support, and he would just put the tripod in a different corner or whatever, um, so that obviously he was still present with me, um, and I was really nervous. It took like he was so excited to make the video. Like He just thought it was the most amazing, coolest thing ever. And I loved it. We wanted to make it for ourselves. And I was really nervous to share it because I was like, the internet is mean. And I was like, this is a really big, personal, vulnerable thing for me to share. And then I was like, but I love it. Like, I think it is the most amazing, magical, like coolest thing ever. And we did it so like, there is no stager. This it was just raw, right? Like he, we just kind of took it on. The, obviously it's shorter than what it was because it's a video. But um, it was just so real, and it was funny. That my favorite outcome of it, and like I didn't really get any like hate. Not that I've seen anyway. I got to a point where I kind of like stayed. I stayed away from it anyway. And um, but I got a lot of messages, and it was from women who were like, they they're like it reminded them like of their birth and they remember how like there are women going like man it makes me realize how fucking cool I am that I did that you know and that like and I think because when you see someone in their real state like on the outside they they're like it brought them back it wasn't a selfish thing like it was a very shared thing so it wasn't like all about me like it brought out something like a beautiful memory and a power and a strength in like all of these other women and that was like a gift I just didn't even like expect to to get and um so that was huge I was like you know Maddie and I had a lot of moments like I was real teary about it I was like oh this is so amazing it just felt like this global I don't know like power of women just going like we're fucking badass like we do this like you know and it's just and I and because like you know I'm no bullshit like I'm not fake with stuff I don't like you know like we make cool videos and like whatever but I don't put on a show like I am how I am and so to put something out like that that's really real and have people like appreciate just like just normal shit was like so cool um cuz you watch like you google vir- birth logs and stuff you know and they're so like i don't look everyone can do it their own way but to me they feel very like um like staged and set up about what kind of message they want to send and i'm like man here's me just groaning and moaning there's my daughter there's my husband we're in my house like I love this it that it wasn't like,
0: planned too. I di- I didn't I didn't pick that up for some reason. I guess I wasn't paying enough attention that it wasn't planned to have it at home because to have it at home because that really drives home the fact that it's not a medical procedure. Like, yo, uh, this is the fucking this is what the these there's a half of the human race does this. Yeah. Grows babies inside of them and spits them out. Like all of us came from that. It's so amazing. It's so great you shared it.
1: Thank it's, you.
0: It's so, as it, 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 amazing as it is, it's so doable. It's so, this one's really going to piss people off. It's so the right thing to do.
1: Look, and and I I agree. I agree. And look, I always think, you know, whatever, and this is one thing my doula said to me is like, whatever feels right and really comfortable for the mother, that is the right thing. And, and they need to, you know, feel good and whatever. But I think there's so much noise and like there's so much noise from people. It should be like that. It should be like this. And and that it should just be, it's I don't know. Like I hate the whole thing that like should be easy. Like that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Like, but like the most empowering, strong, like hard, but a hundred percent possible. Like, and like and real and how it's supposed to be to in my eyes. And I was like, there was no stage where I was like, this is not how it's meant to be i'm like like i'm in this like i'm birthing a child of course like i'm um, you know it's it's going to play out like this and but i think it's really unfortunate i think around my personal beliefs again around birth and around you know breastfeeding and like all that kind of stuff i think it's all set up nature's set it up to be divine like perfect and exactly as it needs to be and there's so much noise and influence and change and stuff coming in from the outside and and women just not being at their best self and not feeling that intuition and that confidence in themselves and not having the support, not having education, you know, all of those things that have really kind of taken away from it. And that's really, really sad. And I'm just really grateful that, um, yeah, I've lived a life where I was very in the know about things like this. I've always had my radar on about, you know, this kind of natural, comfortable, happy way of living. And I've always looked for people who encourage and support that and who are educated in that space for guidance. Um, and tried to consume as much of that as possible so like to have that birth like it was we were like afterwards we were in shock we were just like me and maddie like that just fucking happened man like maddie's yeah, there yeah, yeah. he's like you know like this dude like he's been in a lot of like high pressure situations people in like car accidents and fires and at war and all this kind of stuff right mostly me, on the and- other
0: end of life right people like towards the to- with their life being Snuffed out, not new ones coming in, right?
1: Exactly. And yeah. you know, or like the risk of it going. And then all of a sudden, he's got like his wife there, like, you know, cleaning up my mess, like as I'm pushing out his son, you know, and he's like yeah. in there ready trying try to catch. You. He's like, comes out, we're in the, and you're there going, like, we've done this. Is it, are we okay? Like, is, is he okay? Are we okay? Like, whoa, like, it's just yeah. so much adrenaline. But like the most amazing thing was then we were in our home. I take my baby. I, like birth my placenta. We sort that out. I take my baby. We He'd put a whole heap of towels and extra sheets and stuff down in our bed. And I go and lay in the bed with my baby and I go to sleep in my bed and yeah. you know, with my baby on my chest. And I was like, and I wake up and my daughter comes back and I'm just like, I'm at home, you know, like I'm just, I'm at when, home. Here we are.
0: When my wife, she had three of the babies just on the living room floor like that, like you're saying, mm create chaos right like you're saying just straight fucking like yelling and moaning not yelling yeah and her her going to a place that like i don't she's gone we're just in the room alone and she's there's a body there having a baby but she's not there and the baby comes out and that's the first thing i thought is like holy shit are you telling me for the next like five days i'm like you're telling me that people take this thing and put it in an automobile that sounded bat shit crazy to me <laughs> yeah. to put a newborn baby in an automobile it just yeah. it just didn't seem and so for her just to be in and then at point i realized the people who are the brave ones are not the people who have the baby at home hmm. it's the people who have the baby in the hospital yeah, And then they have, yeah. to trans, they have to put that baby in a car seat i would never I'd, fuck that
1: see that doesn't that doesn't stress me out like i'm pretty. no, no that doesn't stress. so we after we after three, I days, had him, three days
0: later, you were on a bullet train in Japan with
1: your baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just, like, strapped him on the back of we him for a bike ride. No, we like. <laughs> I did not It just do that. seems
0: so – it's so vulnerable still. You're like, hey, this thing could be – even though it comes out after nine months, you're like, this thing could be inside for another week. You know what I mean? Well, like,
1: well let me tell you. So, one thing we did do – and this is where – I'm a middle ground. I'm not like a – I'm not an extremist in any direction. I know what I like, but I, I, I really like to look at the big picture. But so – I had him in the morning. It was like just before 9 a.m. We stayed home all day. I, you know, drank my Chinese teas and drank my soup and nourished myself and did all the and, things. And
0: breastfeeding and, all right, right off the bat. Bam.
1: Yeah. Breastfeeding straight away. And then, um, in the afternoon we were like, look, Maddie and I decided that we both, after the experience, we both felt comfortable to go to the hospital and just mm. to get us both checked out. Cause like you know your bits down there or it's like carnage right like yeah yeah like you sat on
0: a grenade like you sat on a grenade i like yeah yeah, yeah. i remember
1: like we like he's like taking a photo or i've taken a photo of something i'm like damn it just doesn't look the same man like that's that's not okay so we like i'm like and my is like hey it's fun looking
0: though it's fun looking all up before that yeah you ever think it looks like a hamburger like like (laughs) from like six seven eight nine it's like the best hamburger you ever seen i'm just like wow
1: wait in pregnancy you mean
0: yeah just the vagina oh, is just an epic beautiful looking hamburger it yeah. just
1: gets really fat and flourish right? yeah it's like, like two yeah. it's
0: like it's like a bunch of sponges on top of each other god it's <laughs> if you've never been god pregnant women are amazing okay oh,
1: enough like, hamburger it, talk yeah enough hamburger so then we were like look we both feel comfortable we'll take him we wanted to check me out make sure yeah. i hadn't torn because i was like i said to him look i i feel fine he's kind of had a look i'm like i have you know, I don't feel any discomfort, any pain or anything, but we'll go check me out, make sure, Um and check did in. Did you have then, any
0: concerns? Did you have any excess bleeding or did you – or just no, you just did it?
1: No, I mean, like, there was blood everywhere. Like, there right. was, like, a lot of blood all over our towels and stuff. But um I felt okay. I felt a bit, you know, lightheaded because it was hectic. But um I was like, look, I'll go check me out. I just – I, we both felt – we were like, look, we've kind of – this was a big deal. It was a big, like – a big – um for us to really like lean into and really trust ourselves and we're like let's just go we'll get checked out so we go um the other reason is that i'm a negative blood group we don't know what blood type the baby is and they sometimes have a concern of like cross-contaminated blood because i'm o negative and if i get i think the thing is if i if he turned out to be a positive baby and i get his blood somehow in this process then um, I could miscarry a f- future baby or whatever. There's some there's some complications that can arise there. So so, you have
0: some rare bl- blood type.
1: It's semi rare, yeah. Like so, I can give. What are
0: blood. you? What's your ethnicity? Do you know what you are?
1: To be honest, I don't know. I'm a full mixer, no, so I don't know a lot about. You, of you my have family. a guest?
0: Are you like Portuguese or are you Jewish?
1: I, I don't know, man. My mom was adopted. Um, yeah, I, there's a lot of connections in my family. I don't know. She doesn't know her father. There's like it's. Like, yeah, there's a lot of missing links. Maddie's always been talking about doing one of those DNA things. Cause...
0: Use a fake name if you do it. Fake name. I
1: meant, okay. Fake, fake name. Okay. Okay, go okay. ahead. Um, yeah, so. And then um, tell we... me.
0: Then call me and tell me. I'm so curious what you are.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. But, um, yeah, so we went into the hospital, had him and I both checked. He was, most part, really good. But he did get a cross-contamination of my blood um, somewhere along the way and uh that like it could have been like in before labor during that they don't really know like it can just happen at any stage and um so he had a bit of jaundice which is like not the end of the world normal it can be normal normal they were like look we'll just kind of monitor him they go it's at normal levels now they have this little light thing that they like kind of shine on their skin or whatever and it gives like a reading it's like a little i don't know what anyway and then this is where everything went to shit. Is it again the dialogue of the hospital, like f- trying like freaking me out, and I'm like, "This baby's okay. He's okay." I'm like doing the research, asking people, "Okay, well, what if he's within range? What happens? Like the part you feed him, and then he needs to like excrete, like you know, the excess Billy Rubin or whatever." And I'm the like, "Okay, why? it's the Billy Rubin. I think it is the." You know that creates the jaundice, so it's like oh, with oh, that yellow that yellow pigment. So it's oh, yeah. part of like I've never heard I'm,
0: that word. Billy Rubin, Caleb, do we know Billy Rubin?
2: We know Billy Rubin.
0: Okay, I'll pull fine. it up right now. Okay, then or tell me after the show. I'll don't make me feel dumb now. I'll, <laughs> I'll feel dumb now. Billy Rubin is that a that's a sandwich with pastrami? Billy Rubin <laughs> is a yellowish substance made during your body's normal process of breaking down red blood cells. Billy Rubin. Is found in bile, a fluid your liver makes that helps you digest food. And your liver, if your liver is healthy, it will m- remove most of the bilirubin from your body. Okay, Billy Rubin. Yeah. Thanks. All
1: right. Yeah, so there you go. Teach you something. Learn something every day. Um. So yeah, he was like, he didn't look yellow at present. As the days come on, they're like, oh, we'll keep monitoring. And the then the midwives come out. And they just do a house They do, can come and check on you in your home and make sure. And anyway, so he Did was. They a bit try to for- stick
0: anything in your kid. They try to inject your kid with anything.
1: No, they did it. They they suggest like they definitely like talk about it. And I just am like, okay, thank you. Like just okay, thank you. But anyway, we then had this like, oh my god, we had a different midwife because the other one was away. We had this other lady turn up. She gets to my front door and she's got a mask on. And I'm oh. like, here, I'm like, here we go. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe this is just a part of like the procedure at the hospital. Wait, this is
0: 2024, 2023. Well,
1: how long ago was September? So three months ago.
0: You guys, you guys still, do? are you guys still doing that? We're still doing it here. I mean, not me, but some people no. are still doing it.
1: So, um, the like Gold so Coast I mean,
0: doesn't seem like the place they do it. Beach communities kind of are like, no, this.
1: no. Yeah. So no, there's next to nothing. But so, but the hospitals are different. So oh, they were, um, oh,
0: right, 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 right.
1: So they've come from the hospital. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's part of the thing. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure they'd already cleared it. No one was, I wasn't wearing masks going there. No one was wearing them. Then she comes in and she goes, "Oh, don't mind my mask. I've just had, I've just had a bit of sniffles and a cough or whatever." And then I'm thinking, like, what the fuck are you doing coming to my house with my, yeah, like one yeah, 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 that baby? doesn't make me
0: feel better. Yeah, how about you just I'm take like, it off and lie to me?
1: Yeah, legit. I'm like, your mask, <laughs> isn't, your mask isn't going to do shit because yeah, she goes, yeah. So what we'll do? She's like, "Oh, when I check in, what we'll do is, um, I'll just try and get you to do the most things and not touch him." And I'm thinking, like, you're still in my house. You're sitting on my lounge. Like, anyway. She's, like, trying to do us, it's a nightmare. I'm like, just go. She doesn't bring the right things that she needs to check him. doesn't read the case about him actually having jaundice. It was a nightmare. I keep doing the best I can. I'm like, all right, I take this baby out into nature, like, shaded, or not into blistering sun, but I take him into some filtered light because I know that that helps with the process. I'm breastfeeding him, everything that he needs to do. He's pretty drowsy. He was drowsy for about maybe four or five days he was just sleeping a lot but he was still feeding he was still having wet nappies he was good so i wasn't yeah, worried who cares? I just, if they're eating
0: yeah. and peeing and shitting, who gives a shit
1: and that was my thing i was like he's not i'm like i he was with me 24 hours a day not a single minute that he was not with me and uh so i'm like like i'm watching him and anyway he came good but like then everything i was like got to the point where you can have extra like checks if you want they can come to your house you can go there i'm like no nah, i'm fucking done um, I don't want anything to do with it. I was all good when they checked me and it was fine. Um, and the, the, yeah, I don't know if I just had like a bad experience, but like just the staff would just seem really incompetent. I, when I would lived in Brisbane, it was not the case. They are hands down, those midwives were beautiful. They were amazing. They were not, it's sort of like in the system. It didn't feel like they were like a whole nother part and they were really supportive and good down here, different hospital, different rules, different people, you know, not the same experience. So, but luckily, I had the other support of my doula, and I had asked a million questions, and I, I knew, I knew what you I was. You already here had for.
0: one baby, so you're and pretty I confident, I a, right?
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I had a baby. I know how they do things. I look. I'm not very. I'm not like so much of like a fuck you kind of person, but I'm like a thank you. I'll take it on board. I understand that's what you do. Thank you. I'll make a decision and I'll let you know. Like if something is what I want, if that's what I'm happy to do, then I'll let you know. Um, yeah, that's my little. Oh my god. little people um but uh big sis so this
0: baby's like, only three months old now this walker dude
1: yeah he's yeah so 14th of september uh, was his birthday so yeah he's just over three months now god um, i really
0: appreciate you sharing this story hey did the doula have all the stuff there like to snip the umbilical cord and all that stuff
1: no last minute she was like oh <laughs> it's pretty chill and he was like a week overdue and she was like um she was like, "Hey, oh, just in case, like, maybe just grab some like surgical scissors and stuff." Or she was like, "If you want to do a candle burn, grab the beeswax candles of the umbilical cord or whatever, like whatever you feel comfortable doing." Maddie and I were like, "Oh what's yeah, we candle can't...
0: for what's a candle burn?"
1: So you can get like a bees pure beeswax candle and you can burn the umbilical cord and it um, cauterizes it. It's like a difference. It's a slow. Oh. In, in chinese medicine they say that it brings warmth back to the baby so oh. like like through the umbilical cord it's really beautiful but we were like look we snipped sis we were happy with that so we had a pair of like unopened like yeah like this um Jeez. some people love it we're like oh that's beautiful but they're like how long does it take 15 minutes whatever and We're like now nah, look we cut sissies and she was fine so we're not worried
0: did they um, did you leave it for a long time like 20 minutes or however until it gets all droopy and shit
1: so from memory i think it was about an hour yeah um, an hour. okay so- so we waited until it was fully like had fully pumped all the blood through to him. Um, made sure Is that, that it weird? was weird.
0: Is that weird? Can you when you touch that thing, can you feel it?
1: It's so weird. Like it's so squishy. Like it's just, but can and you then, feel
0: it like in your head and your hand? Like when you touch it, like does it feel like it belongs? Do you have like, do you know what I mean? Like I'm when like, it's cut, what? do you feel anything? Or are you like, ooh, that was
1: weird? No, I don't think no. so. Okay. I don't think so. No, um, it was, yeah, no, I don't think so. But like, so we. Obviously, like I had him, and then the placenta is like, still in me, still attached. And then I birthed that, and then he we kind of carried that around with him until it finished and did it sing. And we were happy to cut it. Um, I think I then, have
0: my kids in here somewhere.
1: Oh, yeah, we didn't keep us. I don't the think umbilical did, no. cord, nah. Oh, I will. I, I so. So I sent my placenta off because I had that encapsulated and um, had like a tincture and stuff made. Oh, look Um, at you
0: trying to make me feel weird because I kept mine. And next thing you know, you're eating (laughs) placenta. (laughs) Uh, (laughs)
1: It's
0: in a box here. Every once in a while, I open the box. (laughs) They're like two coiled snakes.
1: Yeah. Because I got two of them. Yeah. It's like the mummy. So you ate
0: your your placenta? That doesn't seem very normal.
1: Yeah. So I had it. That seems extreme. Yeah. Well, yeah, to some it is, um, I didn't the first time. It was something that I explored this time and I wanted to give it a try. And honestly, look, I don't know. There are a lot of things I did really well. Like I put a lot of effort into, um, how I nourish myself pregnancy and postpartum and like the whole plan. I did a full like Chinese medicine. Were you drinking rain? Drinks. A lot
0: of, a lot of energy drinks. Were you drinking a lot of energy? drinks during
1: pregnancy? <laughs> I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that. Um, no, Great.
0: I 300 milligrams of okay. caffeine in one um, dose is just what your baby wants.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm caffeine free. I, yeah. uh, oh, that's
0: crazy. That's so extreme. My wife was caffeine free too. That is so extreme.
1: Yeah, I my body doesn't love it, it just doesn't love it. I actually I put a post up about it the other day. Actually, I Look how calm caffeine.
0: you are. I feel like an asshole making fun of women who drink caffeine. You're like, no, it's just for me. My body doesn't love it. It's fine.
1: No, it doesn't. Mm. I'll turn into a crazy person and get all like jittery and shit. So I'm like, now. Nah. Um, but I after last year when I traveled to and from the games, so I came over for the games, came back home, and then went back to Texas for rogue. And then at rogue, my cycle like just wigged out. It was like too much travel, it was too much like chaos for my system. And um, we were like, Oh, we want to have another baby, and we came home and I was like, Man, I normally like what does really that good- mean
0: your cycle wigs out?
1: Like you, you know, skip or no, I didn't skip, but I, it was like really heavy and I had a lot of discomfort, mm-hmm. like leaving Texas. It was just really, and normally I'm really good. Like everything's just like pretty textbook. And, um, I was like, this what isn't does that mean? Me. That's like
0: every 28 days you're ready to have a kid. Yeah.
1: Every 20, yeah. Every window 20 opens days. and Maddie
0: could get it if he wants.
1: That's right. Yeah. it was right. like for the, for that window now. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, my body's not quite right november so we got home november and then december like so then november i was like i'm not quite right um i'm gonna cut the caffeine entirely because i could feel my body was like stressed it felt like systemically it was stressed and uh cut caffeine and then we got pregnant december so i was like i i had felt everything had sort of regulated i felt a thousand times better and that was a part of it i truly believe um
0: when your body's your your I'm making a presupposition here that your body's your money maker. Um, if you, when your body's your money maker, do you does that stress you out about getting pregnant? Like you're like fuck, like. uh
1: maybe no, less. Like like if I were to get pregnant by accident or like on purpose, just or just like your occupation.
0: Of- it's like, hey, I make money with my body, and now it's gonna it's gonna be out of business for uh, fifteen months. Yeah, you do
1: know you know? What know I mean? the f- it, it's the like first... the
0: pandemic. It's like the pandemic <laughs> happened to your body.
1: Legit. It's <laughs> Look, like we got
0: to close close the operation down.
1: The first time I got pregnant, I was really anxious about like telling sponsors because, and t- you know what? Rightfully so. I've heard that before. Of, yeah,
0: I've a heard couple
1: of them were pricks, and um, and even like I remember one specific in the dialogue was, "I'd be lying if I said that we weren't disappointed." This mm. was that were the exact words, and I'm like, "Fuck you, man! This is like the most amazing, like beautiful thing. Like I'm having a baby, and I'm really happy, and that's what you tell me." I'm like, "Yeah." Anyway, so that that's a huge thing like as a woman that's really hard and it's not very Even well Even if received. they thought that
0: I could see them um, being like, "Hey, part of the contract was is that we wanted you to get eyeballs on you. What are we going to do to get more eyeballs on you?" I do want to say this. Uh there's a woman out there named Miranda Alcarez. Yeah. And she started a small little fucking training program.
1: That's how she so later
0: And 2 months <laughs> later she got pregnant and she's like, "Fuck, no one's going to want to f- train with me cuz I'm a fat tubby mom now." Lo and behold, her getting pregnant turned her into fucking one of the richest people in our community. <laughs> so so sponsors, uh, maybe it's time to start thinking out of the box a little bit because Miranda uh, Alcarez is fucking murdered it. She's probably like, thank God I got pregnant.
1: Yeah, legit. She's done amazing because there's more people that are relatable, like that people can relate and go, yeah, I'm a family person. I'm doing that. Like what she's doing is so cool. And I think, um, yeah, I... The first time I was definitely, like, anxious about it. As I've gotten older, I'm kind of like, fuck it. I was like, I will not feel that again because this is amazing. I want to have a baby and I'm really stoked about it. People can come or they can go. Um, And to be honest, like, I understand. Like, I own a business. I understand it. I understand you've got to make money. But I think a lot of decisions from people come from fear and that they don't believe they they don't believe oh there's an alternative and i'm like look i'm open to like whatever like obviously if there's say safe for instance like a supplementation and it's like not safe and they're like look oh, you can't promote this while you're pregnant or whatever like can we pause or can we do, i don't whatever you know like sure but um some people just assume like oh you know like you're done or whatever and i'm like well i wasn't like I wasn't done last time either and like I was, you know, still have a presence and then I'm like, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to back myself. I don't want to be linked to anyone who doesn't think that that's cool and anyone who doesn't think that that's valuable because there are a lot more really normal, awesome people. I love normal people. Like I just, you know, like the normal people, like the people that are a part of street parking or whatever, like they're the majority. And I'm not in this little, I was never going to be like one of the, you know, the it girls kind of faking and trying to do like, I have a presence on social media just because people are watching me work out. Like I never done anything to like be an influencer or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I try and just be a normal person. And I'm like, so I'm just leaning into that. And I said to Maddie, I'm like, I never want to feel guilty. I never want to feel any negativity about doing something so cool as having a family sharing that i fucking love my kids teaching them all that i know having a good relationship with my husband eating well exercising doing what we do and i'm like you know what let's just do what we do and do it well and then people will be receptive the right people will be receptive to that and the others can fuck off and like and to be honest i mean like if you look at my bio like i don't have many sponsors right now and there's that's a huge part of it like and i've gone if if people don't want to like accept the genuine, like, authentic me and who I am and that doesn't align with their business, that's totally cool because they got to make those decisions for their business too, right? That's not my business and that's not my money and my risk, so you go do that. But I also don't have to carry that weight of feeling, like, less than um, because that doesn't align with you. So, yeah, we're just doing our own thing. Um, and just sharing, like, I said to Maddie, I'm like, I just want to lean in. Like, I love, I love, love, love being a mom. I came from a pretty broken family. I didn't expect that I would be so lucky to be in the position that I'm in and I value my family more than anything. Cause I just have never had it. Um, and yeah, so I just, yeah, i share pictures of my kids and I'll show that I love my kids and I'm doing stuff with them. And cause it's like the greatest thing that I've ever had in my life.
0: One of the, one of the things about CrossFit ironically is the three parts of, of, of pregnancy are, um, uh, attracting a mate. So, so, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and uh, and you do that through your body and through, through your mind. So CrossFit helps the look of your body, helps the look of your brain, which also attracts a mate. And then uh, if, if your body's out of sync, um, it will probably get it in sync because you'll start eating, you'll be around these people who are eating correctly, exercising, moving in a lifestyle that basically <clears throat> prepares a woman, uh, lets a, a woman's body develop into whatever it was supposed to do.
1: Yeah, I still say I I would say there's got to be
0: sponsors out there who are like, fuck. Yeah, that's like that that you are what CrossFit should be. This woman did CrossFit became crazy fertile attracted a beautifully strong man birthed her babies at home still performs at the highest level still is a strong healthy woman but also a, a, a contributor to society but also uh, deeply focused on raising a family i mean it's it's a it's a crazy cinderella story you kind of But it's you,
1: not it's not sexy you know what i mean like in the way of like I don't know i, not, think, you're
0: pretty, it's, I it's, think you're pretty, pretty <laughs> i think you're
1: pretty I mean sexy Maddie's not pretty, as in <laughs> I don't mean that in like the, I mean, it's in like the, it's not shiny. You know what I mean? Like it's not, that process is not like shiny. And you know, what? I hear you,
0: but we don't, we're all going that way.
1: Yeah. Well, you're at a
0: a crossroads where every single healthy person ideally would go through. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Like I think I, I say to Maddie every day that doing starting crossfit when you need I to be did.
0: exploited you need to find someone who can exploit you you're not being exploited enough
1: Well, come yeah come find come me, exploit but, uh, me. <laughs> no, come exploit me you know why though is because i've been under the umbrella for what 12 years something now of the crossfit games and the crossfit games is very different than crossfit and it's it's like the left hand not talking to the right and i truly believe that and i've been in this system and people can argue with me as much as they like but i have my experiences and um for a long time and i know what it's like kind of behind the scenes and I've been one of the strongest advocates of CrossFit for since day one, um, for for the for the whole process for everything. I've never gotten involved in the drama. I've never ever entertained that bullshit. I love the methodology. I train. I live it. I live it with my daughter right now, and and with my husband, we train together every day, and we juggle our babies, and we we genuinely believe in that for people. And um, but I've been stuck as being like one of the professional athletes stuck with people who like you know there's a lot of people in the games now like they've never even been into an affiliate they just decided they wanted to be a crossfit games athlete and they never stepped foot i'm like i walked in i i was there on day one when the affiliate opened as one of you know the early days affiliates i coached for most of my career and trained after i you know coached the classes and earned next to no money and you own an
0: affiliate now
1: no, I uh-huh. did, and then we moved, and it we had so many, like, issues with, like, COVID kind of, like, changed a lot with our space and everything. It was taking a little bit too much away from, like, our family and everything, and when we moved, we were like, I, I love. How long
0: have you lived in the Gold Coast? How long have you been there?
1: Three years now, just and three are, years. Are
0: you, where's your mom? How far is she?
1: Uh, so I don't really have a relationship with her um, anymore, but she, from what I've heard, has just actually moved to South Australia, so, like, not close to me now
0: how about your sister
1: she i haven't really spoken to her either she um she's doing okay she's in brisbane where i'm from yeah. um she she sees like my grandparents i probably have a in my family i have the the only people i sort of have like a close relationship with uh, my uncle which is my mom's little brother and um my grandparents my papa my grandfather is like probably your mom has to want
0: to see your grandkids uh,
1: look i think she does I think um she's got stuff that she just can't get through and um it came a point where it's like I'm a mom and have to take care of my family and I can't mm. keep mm. going through like carrying the like the traumas I guess and the, the everything that kind of comes with that like I can't carry that into my family I need to Is yeah, that why you that, moved? Oh, look, I think that's why it was easy to move. Um, it's not necessarily the only reason why I moved. But, um, yeah, it. that's that's complex. That's complex. But, um, so, yeah, I've kind of been like on my own. And to be honest, since I had my daughter, I've spent, it's probably taken me the whole of the four years and a lot in the last one to two of just working on all working through all of my stuff, you know, like all of my family stuff. And
0: do you have a therapist? You know, Did you see a therapist?
1: I don't know. No. I um
0: you just work out to work, work the out demons. you exercise I, the demons as Eminem you know what?
1: Uh, yeah, like I work out, I eat well, I just I try and educate myself. I read, I I say I'm the biggest the thing I do better than I reckon a lot of people I know is that I look in the mirror. So like I'll look at myself and go I'm acting this way or feeling this way, or this is, this could be better. And I'm like addicted to improvement. And I think Mm. that's been my strength in like healing a lot of that stuff and the relationship stuff with my parents and, or lack thereof. And um, so, yeah. And then honestly, my kids, like my kids were everything. Like I said, I, I never take it for granted. Like my husband comes from a beautiful family. He's got siblings. They get along. His mom and dad are legends. And uh, are they in the
0: gold coast? Are they there?
1: No, they live in oh. the country. So they're okay. like about okay. eight or nine hours drive from here. Um, they hate that they're not closer, but they, they live on property and um, they're good. So all his family's there and we see them maybe like every quarter they'll come down. Um, but, uh yeah, my kids were ultimately the one thing that I, I don't want to say they healed me, but the process of having them prompted me because I was like, I am gonna like I have to show these kids the world you know like I have to be my like they're they're not gonna do as I say they're gonna do as I do and they're gonna be how I am and how I feel about myself is how my daughter's gonna feel about herself and I truly Mm -hmm. believe that because Mm -hmm. they see it how Mm -hmm. how Maddie and I are with each other is how what they're gonna look for in a relationship and I think so I take that really seriously because I know how much that affected me and how much work it's taken for me to get to this point. What are and the two I,
0: things? How you and Maddie, how how you, what, how I, I get the, I heard the first one uh, or the second one. How they're gonna um, emulate, they're gonna look for mates the way you and Maddie treat each other. What was the first thing you said? They're yeah, going I think to, how
1: how I feel about myself. Yeah, how you feel will about essentially yourself. be how she like you know. For instance, I remember they're gonna to you,
0: emulate your self esteem and your, your self love. Yeah, hundred okay, okay. percent.
1: And you can tell them, and like, look, I look at my daughter, and I think she's the most beautiful, most perfect, you know, girl in the entire world. Right? Yeah. I'm a mum. Of course, I do. Yeah. But like, if I don't feel that, and I have doubt about myself, and yeah. I'm not confident in carrying myself with pride, like with self pride,
0: yeah, then
1: where where's she going to learn how to do that? You know, like she's not. So like, it's she'll just go, "Oh, mum loves me." You know, like mum says I'm cool, but she's my mum. You know. But like, yeah. I I you know and that's a huge part of why I take care of myself why Maddie and I both take care of ourselves I'm like we always say I'm like I like me like I like me someone else might not like me but I like me I like how we do things and he likes himself and we we show up for each other and we work on ourselves we work out and we eat well and you know we kind of like have pride in ourselves and you know what like our kids if you meet my daughter there's no confidence issues there right now like she's you know she's four and she's gonna have to go into the world and people are gonna you know like say things to her and she's going to have to navigate that but like then she's going to fall back on how i've navigated it right like yes. she everything she says now everything she says everything she does is a miniature version of me or her dad like yeah. everything yeah. Yeah. you know the stuff she comes out with like i had to tell him like stop slapping my bum because your daughter's slapping my bum now yeah, like, yeah, yeah. my son slap like- my
0: wife they, my wife my kids think my <laughs> wife's butt is just a, uh, something to <laughs> grab every a- 5 seconds <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm like and he's like oh she just knows that I love you and you know like yeah. and I'm like true but I'm like we're just <laughs> we've got to figure this out but like yeah that's you know that is how it is I, I remember having friends in school who's like you know mums were really critical of themselves and like going oh, I don't look good in this and you know like and this is well, this was like about aesthetics but they didn't have like necessarily like confidence in themselves as as well and I remember having this one friend she was beautiful and she was like a sweet girl i loved her i thought she was like you know she was my best friend i thought there was nothing wrong with her and then she was so self-conscious and had these crazy like just no self-esteem no confidence no pride like or anything and that was because it's just what she was watching and that was kind of like filtering down to her and i remember looking at her thinking like what are you talking about like you're amazing like, i thought she was the coolest ever and so yeah that's like
0: i hide all yeah. that shit from my kids too like, I go to the beach. If I didn't have kids, I'd never take my shirt off. But the second I – if I'm there, I take my shirt off right away. Or or the second I'm in the house, like, I always just walk around my shirt off. I want them to feel – I don't want them to pick up on any of my fucking insecurities. No, and, another, and another thing is I like to accept my shortcomings in front of my kids. Yeah. Like, for me, that's been a big healing thing. I just accept it. You have a fuck up, I accept it. If I yeah. can't accept it, I accept the fact that I can't accept it. Accept it. Yeah. I just keep accepting, accepting. I just accept myself.
1: Yeah, we do the same. We communicate everything. Like, the amount of times I'm like, I I might snap or something, right? Like, you know, you get a bit cranky and I'm like... Are you
0: the snapper more than Maddie?
1: I would definitely snap more than Maddie, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we don't snap a lot, for sure. Like, we, we... And, like, Scotty has a lot of questions. Like, we answer a lot of questions in the day. Like, there's... She does not stop talking. I'm her mother, clearly. But um, she... And so, like, I might snap or whatever and I'll be like, I'm sorry, bubba, I'm like, I shouldn't, I said, I'll be like, you know, what you did, you know, wasn't necessarily the right thing to do but I also shouldn't have, I got a bit cranky, I'm a bit tired and I'll say to her like, you know when you get really tired and sometimes we feel like we're going to cry or whatever and I'm like, we can't really do that to other people, it's not okay, I'm really sorry, I'm going to try next time I'm tired to just like speak a bit kinder or whatever, you know, like we 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 show her and like accept those things without you know like kind of making it as though like misbehavior or whatever is okay of course like because we're still having to show her how to have respect in the world um and like look we're winging it like everyone does you're just trying to like be good people but um yeah we definitely do that and like you know if maddie and i like we don't really fight like too much either like i just i don't know you get to that point I I point I I
0: (laughs) i have another rule too um if if they do see you fight they also have to see you make up
1: Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, even
0: even if you already made up, you got to come back and like and like show them like, hey, I showed you how to fight. because I think fighting is an important skill also with your mate. So you saw yeah. this is how a couple fights, and then this yep. is also how they get back together. This is how they apologize or hey, you know, th- they reconcile their differences.
1: Yeah, like we'll have Maddie and I might have like we don't necessarily fight, but we might like disagree, and be heated. Like we have we have yeah. we we are together all the time. We have these heated right. conversations. We debate with each other. We'll be like, and then Scotty will come in and she'll hear the tone, right? And she'll be like, "Mama, are you cranky? And I might say like, I'll be like, oh, sometimes it might be like, yeah, I am a little bit cranky at dad right now. Like My kid's just, never side with me. Or, your or kid's like, side <laughs> with
0: your husband? My kid's never side with me, never.
1: Nah, they, they'll side with me. They'll wow, with
0: me. they do okay. side with you, okay.
1: Yeah, well, she does, yeah, he's too little. But They'll um, yeah, so, totally
0: side with you. The dudes don't give a fuck about dad,
1: which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, they're like, well, dad's kind of just like the play guy. You know, he's like the, you know, and he, yeah, he's definitely like the, they rough around and wrestle and, you know, do my wife will yell and, at me.
0: My wife will be like, scold me for something. She didn't really yell, but she'll scold me for something. And my kids yeah. will be like, you're being a dick. I'm
1: like, what? Yeah. yeah. Just, you I shouldn't just, be doing I, that. Yeah. My daughter. I just, daughter got, I just
0: say, got hit with the belt Dad. and I'm yeah. <laughs> guy. Like, what? My wife doesn't hit me with the belt, but you know what I mean. Metaphorically <laughs> yeah, yeah. speaking, I'm like, how well, how the fuck am I in trouble?
1: Yeah. My daughter's the same. My daughter's the same. It's like the perk of the fact that also if she wants anything done, she'll come and make me do it and not my husband. I'll be like, yesterday, she's like, I fell asleep in the lounge because I was up, had a rough night with the little boy and, uh, and I fell asleep and he's there like hanging out, baby's asleep, I'm asleep. She's playing, dad's playing 10 minutes of Xbox. She waits until the second I'm just opening my eyes, like, Mum, can you cut me up an orange? And I'm like, mate, Dad's sitting there on the Xbox. Like, (laughs) like, Uh, And he's he's like, he will happily do it. Like, it's not that he will never do it. He's always like, I'll do it. He goes, Scotty, I'll get it. And she'll go, no, Mum can do it. Yeah, like, they always no. ask
0: mom. That's true. They always ask mom everything. And I'm for like, everything. I'm like, no, dad
1: can do it. Dad can cut up an orange exact same as I can. <laughs> my mom, my wife can't sit
0: down for ten minutes. Someone asked no. her. To do, someone's like, hey, I need my butt wiped, or I need this, or yep. can you help me with that? Yep. Well,
1: like uh, extra, extra yeah. Extra,
0: extra sloppy seven. I'll give you another five bucks if you find those cords. A uh, best show in a while, by the way. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I <laughs> oh
1: yeah, that. the um, yeah. the umbilical cords. I yeah. was like what are you talking about?
0: Cara, are there any books you would recommend to prep for a natural home birth, Mr. Sean? Ooh. Uh
1: so I did um I had the book that was for hypnobirthing um
0: Oh, did you do those sem- we did hypnobirthing classes. They were I they did, were cool.
1: I did cool hypnobirthing enough. classes. My my doula actually ran those and there's like a the book like the main book that's like kind of the the lady who founded it. Um, yeah, my wife
0: read that. I didn't.
1: Yeah, I I honestly did it an audio book at the time. I couldn't really um sit down time wise. So I was doing it like just on drives and random times. So that was really, really good. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um oh yeah. I, I
0: remember seeing that book around for years. Crazy. I haven't seen it in a while.
1: So I, I read that. Um and then honestly, like we're all on social media, right? I followed, I found it just went into the trenches of people like that were really like holistic and open in all different spaces. And because I'm a firm believer that you kind of are what you consume and that really can change like what you, like how you think. And so I would find people that had the messaging that like were biased to what I wanted, you know, that really good like natural approach and that really believes in it, were confident in it because I think you have to really, you have to believe it to make that happen. Um, so I had like was following pages like pain-free birth, um, mm-hmm. My doula puts up um, some. That didn't work
0: out so good, did it?
1: Look, there's no such (laughs) thing. Look, (laughs) my wife be
0: watching videos (laughs) of women who are just like, "Oh, here's my baby." My wife's like, "What the fuck?"
1: (laughs) I look. I watched. I watched these like water births and stuff, and I thought like, "Oh yeah, yeah," like that that kind of stuff. Um, And then they usually you start on a couple, and then they start resharing and connecting with some other pages or have a look at who they follow, Um, and then they start really sharing things that just open up your world to um yeah what is possible and like seeing beautiful births um i think that's a huge thing is to like see what yeah expose yourself to what you want um my doula is really cool she's got a page megan and more. um she posts a heap of stuff i'm trying to think oh man it's gonna maybe i'll send you something after but i uh, actually like who, um i can't remember who commented if you send me a dm i'll find some and i'll reply to you with a couple when i when I remember them. I just can't think of it, them off the top of It was of my head. Sean.
0: It was this guy, Sean. Oh uh, jo- yeah. Jozwiak.
1: Hang on, let me take a photo of that and then I'll
0: all right. Damn, you're so good.
1: Um, yeah, I'll just I'll dig through and find some of the ones. But um yeah, I think oh, that's that your re- doula. That's my doula, she's awesome. She was like, she's kind of like a I don't know, like an awesome birth mom. She's like, yeah. Um real sweet. Does a heap of like just really, I don't know, like for some people it's really there's me. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like look, people have these like really peaceful like water births and stuff too. And I was like, do you know what for me? This sounds like kind of stupid, but um I've uh, I like wanted to really like let go. I felt like for me, I just had this feeling like with my son that I was like, this is gonna be a really huge turning point for me to just like have no fear and to just like I don't know be really primal and just let go of any judgment or any like anything that I hold on to and uh so and it was I wouldn't say painful I'd just say intense it was like a lot it was just really intense feeling right and um so I just like I just like lent in and kind of like got loud and deep and just kind of like just I, I needed to just like release I felt like having my son was like the last bit of like a release for me of like this is who I am and then I feel like since I had him I'm like whatever fucks I had left to give like they're they're long gone I'm like all I care about now is like my family I'm like there's just so many things that just don't mean anything to me anymore like I just had to fully let go of like any care of like what people think or feel or whatever and go like the only people that matter in this world right now me my husband and my babies like that and then obviously we have like friends and family we love and care about but like in the end to the to the end of my days it's going to be me and my hubby like we're a team and those kids are going to be my kids forever and ever and I'm responsible for them and they're my besties you know like so like that's anything else outside of that that's taking energy like i just don't have time for it I'm like, i don't have time for it like you just i don't know i'd rather give that to my kid you know like it's Did your neighbors
0: you, how close are your neighbors
1: look they're like i thought this i was like thinking i said to one of the neighbors um i was like surely you heard me like surely you heard? She she's like no i didn't hear anything and then i'm like oh, the other side like they're not super close but like i mean it's getting loud and it was like in we the morning, had a neighbor like, come
0: over the first time
1: well, what's Is funny, everything
0: okay in here?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, why Why do you ask?
1: <laughs> we had a note in our letterbox like a few days later from a house two doors up, and they were like, oh, I just letting not even know. I heard a strange sound coming from your house. I don't know if your hot water system's broken Oh, or shit.
0: Oh, shit. They thought you were <laughs> and, uh, pipe screaming.
1: Wow. <laughs> and wow. I'm thinking, I said to Maddie, what are they talking about? And that's an odd note two doors up and i'm like how would you hear like our solar hot water like two doors there's no way no way you'd hear that and i was like oh you know what i'm like i bet they heard Mm -hmm. the distant sound of me like moaning and groaning getting this child out and uh just going deep within myself like you know and i thought oh that's so funny here they are i'm like i would be so concerned
0: (laughs) uh brianna smith Kara, please write a book. Love watching you and following what you are doing in business and life.
1: Oh, thanks. I've thought about it. I don't know. I don't i like a, my business partner and just a good friend is always like, Oh man, you've got some stories to tell, like it's just about like where I've come from. It's definitely something that's not very like known or anything like that. You know, usually like top athletes have some kind of wild story, right? Everyone's got like, they either had something to prove or overcome or like something. It's never just like, clear. or they're like just really rich and got put into like, that was, you know, bred well and had a lot of money and got put into the right things. It's like one extreme or the other. I've thought about it, but I don't know. I need help. I don't know. I wouldn't even know where to start.
0: My, my, I, I bet you that it sounds like that there's some stories to tell. About yeah. some of the things that you that that you're dealing with. Uh my wife, uh Jenny Bodie will DM you. I don't have social media, thank you.
1: Okay, I'll keep an eye out. I'll um I'll have a look at uh the yeah, the pages and stuff. I just can't I haven't been honestly I've been kinda I bought a Kindle. Do you like you know what the Kindle you know the Kindle yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Greg's well, a huge
0: was, fan of the Kindle, Greg Glassman, he's always talking to me about his Kindle.
1: Well, I pushed back against it for ages. Maddie had one. I was like, No, no, I love the book. I love the real thing, you know? And then I got to the point where I was like, I realized it just wasn't working and I wasn't able to sit down with one hand in a book. And then I was feeding my son all the time. You know, you're just living there with them on your boob. And I was like, oh, I just can't hold the book. And I'm like, all right, I might try the Kindle thing. Anyway, I was fully converted. Maddie's like, I knew you'd like it. I knew you'd like it. I'm like, whatever. Um, so I'm like, so I'm fully converted. I was like, I didn't want to sit down. You on my read phone or-
0: while you breastfeed?
1: Yeah yeah so i i just read so i was like lying down like are you, you addicted
0: know, to breastfeeding
1: addicted to it yeah uh, like i feel like my
0: i mean i've never asked my wife but i think she's a little addicted to it i think she really like
1: look i think it is one of the if not it's one of the single greatest things you can offer a child i don't yeah, really believe that I, I breastfed my daughter for two and a half years and i um
0: why'd you stop uh, did she wean herself or you were like hey she's talking yeah. to me now or
1: So there's two reasons. Um, One, she was kind of like – I was only down to like a feed-to-bed type thing. It was like a little feed just to get to sleep at night, and she was kind of happy to not have it as well. Um, I wanted to get her through those first two years where they're like, you know, touching grubby things all the time, and, you know, breast milk is medicine. I know that. Um,
0: Yeah, do you put that on everything? My wife put that shit on everything. Oh, you got a little Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. putting
0: it on everything. Oh, your eye looks a little red.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're like – yeah, she just rubbed <laughs>
0: breast milk on everything.
1: Yeah, it's it's magical, like, and it's custom made for the baby, right? So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, well, there's, you know, I'm custom making this stuff, like, so, um, I there were two reasons that there was that, and then I came over. I remember I had to leave her behind to come over for the CrossFit Games in 21, the COVID year, um, and I had to leave my family behind because I had to get an exemption to fly, which I, I'm gonna say is one of my biggest regrets, and also one of the things that blessed me the most it's like 50 50 like crazy that i did that
0: regrets about what
1: about leaving leaving my family and coming over for the games that year and i did that out of fear to be honest that was definitely a fear move and that taught me to like pay attention and not make decisions out of fear because what do you
0: mean what do you mean a a fear move that you would get forgotten about by the the community or the games or
1: Yep, that I would like miss a window and I wasn't there and I'd lose sponsors and that I'd fall behind and that I'd trained all year and it was going to waste. And you know what? Like I didn't want to go and I felt the pressure from a lot of areas of like, oh, but you've trained this hard and you know blah blah and you could go and you know like it's my it was my life and my income and what kept a roof over my head you know and all those kind of things. And I made that decision out of fear. And if anyone followed me back then, it was one of the work like it was the worst five weeks of my entire life. But
0: why five weeks because of the quarantine on re entry?
1: I had to quarantine for two weeks when I came back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh,
0: did you can you answer honestly questions if I asked oh! you about other things or no? Sorry,
1: that's my dog. Um, yeah, it depends. <laughs> 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 it depends right. what all you right, ask all right, me. All right, all
0: right, fair enough. Go on. Go on. Okay, okay. So, so it was a mistake. Five. Hey, let me ask you this before you keep going on that. Why couldn't you? Why can't you just be? Do, do you think it was a mistake because? Because you didn't, because you didn't capitalize on it. That you should have been like, "Hey, there's, I'm fucking sacrificing a lot for this. I'm gonna give it my all." And you didn't do that. And that maybe yeah. you felt sorry for yourself, and that the whole thing went to waste. Like, or, or do you? Or, what, what do you? Or, or, I know that's a little excessive. Or do you think that you just wish you wouldn't have done it? It's like, hey, I didn't. I still did my best. I came back, but fuck it. I, I'll take those five weeks that I could have had with my family are way more valuable than the games.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest regret for me was the. And for me it's not about the outcome necessarily it was about why i made the decision like i feel like if you do something because someone pressures you you're or and you and it wasn't your right decision you'll regret it like and i yeah, think yeah 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 it it, it you think made there's 60,
0: you think there's 200 million people in the united states who fucking regret getting the injection
1: uh, yeah pro- potentially like yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a fucking tough one
1: and it's it's tough and i think yeah. That that feeling of just going even, like even I if left-
0: nothing bad happens, even if nothing bad happens, oh. you know somewhere inside you fucked up, you were a bitch.
1: Yeah, that that's and that's it. It's just for me, it was like I I didn't feel like and I I'm a real go with your gut kind of girl. And like my gut was like, Don't go, don't go. And I was like, I didn't trust and believe in myself enough to not go. I was too fearful of what the outcome would be. And so I went. And you know what? I went out of fear and guess what? I got COVID. I couldn't compete. I like, had Oh, is to- that
0: what happened? I forgot. That's what yeah. happened.
1: So I, I got COVID when I got there. I thought I just had jet lag. Cause I was like, I was, I'd flown into Ohio and I was staying with um, Dan Bailey at his place. And I was like, just, I was like,
0: shit, now I am remembering, holy shit, you flew out for the CrossFit games and couldn't compete because you had COVID, who, well, is that the same year that, uh, Carrie Peace and Beth, Carrie Pierce and Beth?
1: Yeah. Holy shit. So I, so this is what happened though. So I got COVID early enough on arrival. Like I must've got it literally coming into the U S yeah and uh you know wore the mask on the plane did all the things i had to do and wash my hands and you know whatever you didn't um, do everything you had to do well yeah yeah pardon <laughs> that's a trick question isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not going down that path. <laughs> okay. all right. All right. All right. um yeah we know we know we know where my my values lie but okay, um that's
0: incredible that makes me happy to I, hear that okay
1: i um so i went yeah i got it at the start like coming into the country i thought i just had jet lag i was just really tired and like didn't feel too great um and then uh but we're kind of carrying on prepping and it wasn't until then we like started moving i was like one day i was like man, i got just a really bad headache yeah i had a really bad headache and i was like oh this jet lag really got me good this time but i remembered last time i went to ohio and it's just that extra flight for me I, i was the same and i thought oh it just is what it is and then anyway. We had, I thought, oh, I'm not, I've got a bit of a headache. Look, I better do the right thing. I'll do a COVID test before we move to the next state. Like, I don't want to, I had, wasn't going anywhere anyway. I was training in Dan's barn. I wasn't, like, going anywhere. I was being responsible. And uh, I did a test and I was, like, it came out positive. I'm, like, you fucking, I'm, like, no way. I want like, message Maddie. I'm, like, you won't believe it. Like, I've got COVID. What the fuck? Um, I'm, like, what do I do, like, freaking out. And I was still feeling okay but just kind of, like, yeah, like, lethargic and a bit of a headache and just a bit off right then all of a sudden dan starts getting all sweaty and i stay with him he said i'm like oh shit anyways i based off the cdc's guidelines or whatever at the time there was like a 10-day window or like a t- and then a period of time that you had to have not had the symptoms and then not be testing positive and because i'd got it at the start of the trip i was testing negative by the time the games came around i had i had um met the rules of the cdc or whatever to be able to like be let out you know and uh so i communicated with the crossfit games and they said look we'll keep testing you so long as you keep testing negative on why a rat. did you
0: tell them why did you tell them
1: because I, I just try and do the right thing i just i just always try and do the right thing <laughs> Yeah, you of your fucking I, mind
0: what did your I, agent say do you have an agent you should have Uh, fucking. Maddie should someone should have put a piece of tape on your mouth
1: look i didn't i thought i don't want to like go into a position where i'm around a lot of people a lot of athletes i don't want to make listen
0: everyone there had it everyone (laughs) came home with it everyone there fucking had it that year was crazy everyone had it yeah we found that out later yeah yeah
1: we found that out later right that everyone ended up having it i was doing the right thing and going like the fans the
0: athletes everyone had that shit
1: I know I thought I don't want to make another I don't want to be the person that's responsible for making another athlete or another person sick and then you know ruining their opportunities or whatever so I did the right thing and they tested me and I was testing negative anyway I go in the day before the game started and just go to do a little warm-up type thing and I was like Fuck it. I just like I did like it was like hundred percent effort though it was like little mini sprints and I was like I just can't quite breathe right like as well and I was like I'm doing okay anyway I went this into the in first-
0: Madison this is in Madison
1: In Madison, yeah. I go into the first day of competition. I'm like, look, I'm not feeling amazing. Like, you know, if you've just been run down or whatever, you're like, not great. I go into the first day of competition and we did the swim and I was like, just not, I was okay. Like I swam that, whatever the distance was, was, you know, swim and then the paddleboard, like we kayaked. Um, And I remember like, if you understand like how the body works, I remember just feeling like almost like a bit anemic, like I felt like my blood flow, like the oxygen just kind of wasn't moving through my legs. I remember getting up the kayak and my legs were really jelly and trying to run to it and I was like, what the fuck's going on? Um, And then as the day progressed, I kind of just started to get worse and worse. So like I felt kind of all right, but I couldn't perform and then I made the call. I was like, I can't, I'm going to put myself in a hole. I'm starting, then trying to work out at a high level started to make me cough and then it just was spiralling. So I withdrew. I stayed Oh away yeah, from this it. is
0: pretty uncharacteristic. A twentieth, a 29th, a thirty sixth, and a third. Yeah, like,
1: like I remember running the. Um, we had the was it a five hundred meter run, the time trial, and I remember like I got hundred meters and I felt like I'd been shot. I was like, I was like, I'm good, and then like I felt fine, and then all of a sudden it was like I just didn't have any engine. Like I had just didn't have the engine to keep going. Anyway, so I stopped, I rested, I stayed home. Dan had tested positive by this stage. So we isolated in this house. Like we just, you know, bloody ordered soups in and sat around feeling sorry for ourselves being sick and not being able to compete. I felt bad because I got him sick and he couldn't compete. He was doing real well. Um, And then uh, I had to then test negative and try and get on a plane to get home, which I was testing negative on a rat, but you know, the PCRs could last a bit longer. So even if you weren't like contagious, it could still be like, what's a rat
0: still... you were testing positive, negative on a rat.
1: Yeah. The rapid antigen test. Oh, rapid, you know, the, rapid. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Look at you with all the lingo. And Jeez. And then, okay.
1: Yeah. This <laughs> I'm all over it. But, um, anyway, what is that? So, they
0: stick something in your nose. They did that to you. Yeah, they yeah. do
1: that. Um, and that was fine. But, but I had to, the conditions of entry back to Australia was, you know, you had to be testing negative on the PCR and I'd read, oh, it can take longer. Anyway, then it turns out my flight got pushed a day earlier. I had to drive an hour to to Milwaukee or something like that to get um, a PCR because it was a Sunday and I couldn't get in anywhere. I get in, they do that by a, some grace of god that's negative i get on the plane like i'm waiting at the airport i'm there super early i'm like get me the are you are
0: you tripping when it's negative are you like holy shit
1: i'm like this is (laughs) there's no
0: way i feel like shit
1: yeah i was like because i think it was the day of competition that put me in the hole like i think if i had to just rested you know like because dan rested and then he was fine i didn't rest and i tried to compete and that that was silly and um so I, but I just flown and left my family and spent, it cost me $14,000 to fly there. So I was like, I've got to compete. Like I've just made the sacrifice. Like I've left my daughter behind. I, I, I'm i like, I'm, I'm in it now. I'm in the thick of it. Like you just got to yeah. go. Like, yeah. and anyway, so I get home. I've got to go straight into quarantine, then into a hotel for two weeks, like literally in a room for two weeks. Can't leave the room, you know, like police circulating at the bottom of the hotel. Like just, hectic the first couple of days were nice because i was like oh look that was a shit show that was hectic i need to like recover i don't have my daughter for a minute like needing me you know but then on top of all that i think this is what rocked me too is i just stopped breastfeeding her so anyone who's weaned from breastfeeding you know you have a massive hormonal plummet i'm doing it for
0: i've fed for two
1: and a half years i've come like the whole time i was in the u.s i said to maddie i'm like i feel like i've got depression man like i am just bombing like between having COVID leaving my family paying all that money like and then um having those hormones come crashing down I was just inside out and so I yeah then the quarantine then they were shutting off the border to my state so like the day after I got back into Queensland I had to quarantine in New South Wales against Sydney where I flew in the day I got home they go oh your pass is now not um Valid, you can't get back into Queensland. So if I hadn't have got back that day that I got back, I wouldn't have got home to my family. I would have been stuck in another state, not allowed to get home. Even another, though
0: I couldn't, you would you have had to quarantine another two weeks or no? You just can't. No,
1: I in. just would have been. I just would have been stuck somewhere, like I couldn't get home. I'm like my husband's got to go back to work. Like I've got a two and a half. How year do they old, do like, that?
0: Is that scary is to it, think that they did that in your country?
1: Yeah, it was so stressful. Like I remember sitting. What's in this it hotel like now? Room.
0: What's it? What's the vibe there now? Does it feel like it could happen again now?
1: no like look as soon as um because we're in like i guess an area where like people are flocking for the holidays a lot of locals especially like elderly locals you'll see all of a sudden in supermarkets they start wearing masks and stuff again and they're being like a little bit wary but there's not like there's no like talk of it like now it's like like my husband worked works for the government and they're like oh you know at one it got to a point where they were like oh as long until you test positive like you could be like oh he could say for instance my wife has COVID right now, um, and um, I have a cough, and I'm I'm almost certain that I've got it as well. And they go, Oh, if you're not testing, if you haven't tested positive, don't worry, just still come to work. It was no big deal. Oh, yeah, it was like, yeah. Oh, it never it never existed anymore.
0: Yeah. And okay. you're like, Because yeah, all
1: of a sudden, no one was in the workforce, and everyone was falling behind. There was no one in cafes. Like, cafes were having to close because, Oh, people weren't allowed to go to work. Oh, there weren't enough nurses. They weren't enough. Is like, your, does it
0: feel like your country's fucked? Or, 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 like, what's happened here is we never, we, we,
1: Look, state by state. For a lot of
0: people, look, yeah, go ahead.
1: State by state's different, which is the same over there, right? Some are better than others. Um, I definitely, I don't think we're as bad as it is over there, but we're like not as big, like population-wise either. And um, like, there's huge
0: wastelands now, like whole flourishing cities are like are like zombie lands now, like, like yeah, like like you know, like fifty square blocks in San Francisco and. And fifty square blocks in Portland and Seattle, and like it's just like lawlessness and people like you can just op- people openly stealing and drugs being done. What? I mean, the country's massive, so it's in pockets. Los Angeles is just like, I, I mean, like any like right now, pretty much anyone in California with it within a you know the vast majority of people in California within twenty minutes could take you somewhere and show you someone shooting up just on the street.
1: That's insane.
0: I know That's- it's crazy. It's like it's, nuts, it's just like. Dude. Like and it just happened all of a sudden. It just kind of like just like, and the well cops now, aren't doing anything. And it's it's bizarre.
1: Yeah, like look, I think people will never be the same. Like after that experience, like people yeah. aren't the same, right? Yeah. Um, and for a lot of people, it was like I don't know for me i'm like you know i haven't like grown up easy or whatever so i'm like oh you know, just another fucking hard thing to just work through um but like for a lot of people it's like the hardest thing has ever happened to them and they're like psychology's changing they're never the same so like people are different and they interact right. differently and it's taking a long time to recover from that people in business like now everyone's just worried about how expensive everything is and interest rates are crazy and you know oh, like yeah, there's yeah but but you know that we're somewhat the same as from what i can see from the outside looking in with the u.s but uh, I don't know. I'm in a. I'm in a good. I don't think you guys have a.
0: You know, I don't think you guys have a fentanyl crisis there. That's what's happened. We have a real, a real bad drug problem going on in the United States. And And I don't think fentanyl's made it to Australia. Is that true, Caleb? Can you type in fentanyl Australia because it's coming in through our southern border through the Chinese.
1: Oh, our we have very strong like regulations when it comes to like medication and stuff like that. Like, it's I read some stats about like how many people are like medicated, like on a minimum of one to four Medicare. I'm like, what? When I go to the hospital, like, I don't never go to the hospital, I've got a holistic doctor, so I don't really like go anywhere. But if I'm ever asked, like, oh, you know, you don't have any medication, like, no, like, what? What for? Like, (laughs) I just is your border
0: secure? Is the country's border secure?
1: yeah like we're we're an island we're like a floating island so like it's a little i know you think that
0: but 833 fentanyl deaths oh all right more than 20 years though over 20 20 years years? Uh, 20 years oh okay okay we have that many we have no joke we have almost that many every day in the united states
1: what what's it for what's that drug do
0: it's basically it's just it's replaced heroin it's just super cheap like as much oh. as that would fit, fit in this dental floss container could kill everyone in California. Like, just a, a like, cops have died breathing it in from uh, getting a suspect. Far out.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's, that's so uh, scary.
0: 2022, 73,654 people died from fentanyl. And here's what's crazy the vast majority of those people also weren't doing fentanyl, Cara. They, they're, they think they just they're like in contact or they're kids who think that they're buying something on Snapchat. That's like a Xanax or some ecstasy and there's fentanyl in it and they die.
1: That's so scary. Yeah. As a parent, that's so scary, man. I'm like, oh, I it's know it's crazy.
0: What the, scary as a parent. It's crazy. Scary.
1: I'm like, look, if, if my kids like hate me to a degree for a period <clears throat> of time, but not like allowing stuff like that, that's kind of like, like, you know, apps and phones and all that kind of stuff, whatever. So be it. Because I'm like, they'll, They'll be grateful one day they'll they'll get over it. I'll love them in other ways.
0: (laughs) I I made this video the other day, uh, like just like looking at my phone and talking to it. And I said, Hey, um, if you're a guy and you're going to pick a, pick a girl, here's some things you should consider. You should pick a girl who, uh, who probably wants to be a mother and who probably wants to raise children. And I said, all these like qualities and, and who is loving and who can uh, is strong and who is uh, working on herself and self-reflective and i said all these things and then afterwards i thought it i thought to myself well i didn't ever publish the video because i picked a woman who told me that she would never marry me and never wanted to have kids and i go great i never want to get married never have kids either and yeah, after being I- together for 20 years I've realized I picked, and, and when I was making this video, I was looking at her. She was she was uh, doing burpees in a field with her three little boys jumping all around her. Just, we had just yeah. stopped. She's like, hey, I'm gonna go do 100 burpees out there. I'm like, okay, cool. This is just a couple weeks ago. And I'm making yeah. the movie and I'm like, oh, this is bullshit because I didn't pick my chick because of that.
1: Didn't. No, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I picked my chick because she smoked cloves with me and we drank coffee and walked around in the Berkeley Hills and fucked a lot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, like she didn't want no kids. How? How do, how do, but it, but it is important. I don't think young people realize how important it is. Like the happiest moments in my life now are watching my kids interact with their mother. Yeah. Like I just, I'm just thrilled by it. Thrilled by it. It's like so fucking dope. It drives me, but I didn't pick her for that. So I don't know what advice to give anyone.
1: Look, I don't know. Like I think.
0: Did Maddie see you as a baby carrier? I guess this takes us back to the first question. Did he choose you because he wanted a family? Or did you choose look, him because you wanted a family?
1: Look, that was definitely like important. I know that was definitely important from him, especially he comes from like a real country family. Like his one of the first things his mom asked him was, Does she want kids? You know, like uh, that was oh, that's okay. kind of like that's a really important value to them. And um I definitely I guess I run a little bit different though. Is I kind of like run off feel, like I think you just know and have a feeling when something is right. And I think like the universe kind of just presents things to you as they're meant to be. And if you've got your eyes open, you'll feel it. And then it will play out kind of how it's meant to play out. How did it present Maddie to you? Well, we were like, I don't like, look, I don't think it's necessarily like a, a, like a thing. I think it's like a feeling. I think, so let me use the opposite example. So we've, we've talked about this a few times. We're like, a lot of people these days, and probably forever, a lot of like men and women, like both, you know, like both sides are always like, they want to tick boxes. So they're like, I want a dude that's this tall. I want him to have this kind of job. I want to have this kind of life or this kind of money and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're too worried and they worry about a timeline. I'm this age. So, you know, I need this and that and whatever and i think people spend so much time focusing on like what this other person should be that they don't actually work on what who what, who are they and how are they showing up in the world and i think if you if you do you and then you put you out there then you're naturally a magnet to the person that's also doing them and they're supposed to come into that right and i i, I just think you know i'm a bit woo woo bit out there but i think that's how it plays out and so i think the best thing you can do is fuck the boxes like don't worry like yeah, you can like marry for money. Like we always joke around. I'm like, oh, fucking married for love, man. I'm like, lucky you gave me cute kids. So I could just joke around. And I'm like, yeah. but, but for real, like you, I don't know. People don't think long term. I don't think at the end of the day that like, what's, where are you, where are your value systems at? Like, how far is that going to get you? Like, cool, old mate could pay for, you know, you could have a flash house or whatever. But like, you don't even like him, you know, and you were too worried about ticking a box or hitting a timeline or whatever. It just, and I think people get really lost in that. And um yeah like I don't know Maddie and I were just like you nailed it it's uh, you nailed yeah, it I, my
0: wife and I the, the the cornerstone to our success is at the end of the day she's responsible for her happiness and I'm responsible for mine and yeah. we try not to put that burden on the other person
1: and yeah. that and, and I've and neither of
0: us know. are box ticking people neither of us are box ticking no. people
1: no. And Maddie read a thing ages ago and it was talking about like, you know, they say like, you've got like an unconditional love for your children. And I'm like, totally. Like I, I have these babies and I'm like, how odd is it? I just have this person All of a sudden I'm like, I'll die for you. I love, I think you're perfect. Like there's not a single flaw in you, you know, you're like, yeah. you're the most amazing thing I've ever seen. And then when you come into a relationship, you're like, yeah, look, I feel like you're my best mate and me and you are supposed to be together. And we're meant to do cool things until the day we die. And we're going to tell stories about it. It's going to be awesome. Like that feels what it's meant to be. But but it's conditional. It still is. And he's like, it is conditional. You have to work at it. Like you love each other and we're connected and we're supposed to be together, but I'm still responsible for me. And he's still responsible for him. He comes from a different family with different experiences. And I come from my family and my experiences and we come together and we make a decision to go like, Hey, how are we going to, let's, you want to share this life. You want to grow together. You want to do things like, Hey, you be responsible for that. I'll be responsible for this. And I think as soon as you can accept responsibility for yourself and that doesn't mean you don't like support each other or like help like, like where we are the ultimate like full team you know we like pick up each other's slack where we need to and we are best mates and we like we work together and then we still like really love each other and have a romantic relationship and whatever like but we've we definitely have learned over the years that we're like you really need to like and this is where i say my biggest thing in life is to look yourself in the mirror the second you can look yourself in the mirror and go i'm acting this way or i'm I'm, I'm showing up like this. I'm doing this. I'm responsible for that. It's nobody else's fault. And if, if I feel like I'm not my best right now, then I need to address it. I need to find out what can I do? What can I, what do I need to improve on? And like, you know, with my family and the way that was, there were things, you know, where I was like, I'm just not kind of showing up. There are things like, I feel like I'm not my best person. I'm like, Oh, would I want to hang out with me right now? Maybe not. So I'm like, Oh, I'll work on it. That's not, that's not how I want to be. Like, how do I want to be? And so you start making changes and then all of a sudden that starts to forge an even better relationship. Right. And you, you're like showing yourself respect and then you've got more respect and love and open and genuine authenticity to give to somebody else. So I think that's, yeah, I never ticked a box. Look, I, when I was younger, he's you,
0: pretty, he's pretty, he's very, but he is very attractive.
1: Yeah. Like he's, yeah, he's so good looking. I'm not going yeah, to yeah. say <laughs> so that. Like Do you like that the
0: way he smells? Yeah. Like
1: yeah. even like if he's, yeah like isn't that weird they talk about like pheromones and stuff and i'm always yeah. like if he's like say typically like someone else might think he's stinky you know like if he's like yeah. worked out he's sweaty or whatever i'm like but i dig it so yeah I'm, my like,
0: wife can't get enough of me it's, yeah, yeah i like, can't get enough of her either yeah
1: yeah it's i'm Mel. like yeah. me and you're meant to be because they're like that none of that bothers me you know like right. the people talk about oh the ick you know you know that, like trend people like oh what's your ick like with a guy or a girl or whatever so when they do this i'm like i'm like i knew I know that you're the one because I'm like, even all your like weird shit or gross shit or whatever, or if you stink or if you've got a boogie on your face, like, I don't give a fuck. But yeah. I'm like, once upon a time, if it was another dude that wasn't my dude, I would have cared. Right. You know? right. But when right. it's your person, you're like, I don't care. Right. I'm like, I don't care. Like,
0: <laughs> um, hey, that, that, there's this other part too, about t- going back to the personal accountability and responsibility. Every time you, anytime you don't do absolute personal responsibility or accountability, you're giving away power.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like you're yeah, just it. giving away. Like even if someone rear ends you and it's their fault. Like I understand that the rules are like you hit me and you're going to pay for me. But if I start going down this whole blame game and you ruin my life or you fu- it's like, wow, am I my God of my own world or are you? Yep. It's now, like I'm, they- I'm now I'm giving you I'm saying you did this to me and it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. That well, can't be good.
1: I read this book recently and it was like, if you don't know who you are and you don't know what your clear values and your beliefs are, you mm. don't know what they are, somebody else will tell you what they are. Oh. And so like oh. that that was like I just sat there for a moment. I read it and I was like, fuck. And I was like, I said to Maddie, I'm like, man, we need to like really sit down and go like we're like really leaning into like this, this phase of life that we're in, loving every second of it. And I'm like, man, we need to like I've been in a position in business especially more so, not so much personally personally Um, but whereas I haven't like kind of set clear, like, I, for lack of a better word, like boundaries or like a, like my, my values, what's important to me and what I have to give. And then when I haven't done that, I've been taken advantage of and people have gone sweet. Well, you'll do this then. And then now I'm like, no, no, I'm not in a fully respectful way. I'm going to go, this is like, I've, I've made it really clear to people around me. I'm like, just so you know, I'll never prioritize you or business or anything over my children. So like, if my kid needs a sleep or they need me and, or they've got something on, that's, that's a month first. Like, that's, did you
0: ever that's, have values before? I just started getting values recently, like in the last <laughs> like three or four years, I was doing this interview with Sarah Sigmund's daughter. And then also like, I've been watching like how mayhem operates, like with values. And then I was like, well, values are like really important. I never thought about like, as, and, and no one can take your values. You can change their forever or you yep. could change them. It doesn't matter, but yep. they're fucking, they're dope.
1: Yeah, like, and hey, you know what?
0: Values. That's why I, like, I started really liking religious people because they got values. They know, I just you, like people with any kind of values, just some values. Let me hear that shit.
1: I'm the exact same. So like said Maddie, I hate people that will act a certain way with me. I don't have like a lot of friends when I get a good friend, I've got like a good friend, you know. I said I hate people that will act a certain way, like they'll tell me what they think I want to hear or try and be like me because I think that's what will make them my friend. I'm like, you know what I like? I like when you're so certain of who you are. You could be the total opposite person to me but you're like, this is what I love, this is who I am and I'm like, I dig you for that. Like I really like you. Now I want to be your friend because I'm like you've just got like strength, right? Like and, and it could be like you could be hate sport, you know, you could. I can love McDonald's and I don't know hate kids or do whatever, and you're like, no, nah, this is who I am. And you're like, well, oh, man, I kids
0: is a little weird. Uh, hating kids, yeah, is a weird. <laughs> yeah
1: that's probably. I've been around example, some people who in,
0: hate kids. I, I like, I.
1: That's, a, I mean, like, not want to have. I understand. Kids, I understand. Like, like, yeah, I just had to yeah, stop yeah. you
0: there. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Triggered. Triggered.
1: Triggered. <laughs> trigger, trigger. Yeah, I get it. I get it. We got triggers. That's cool. Um, but yeah, it's like that's more more important. as I'm like, if you if you know who you are and you're good and you're confident, but in this day and age, like, you know, you know what values get mixed up with is like. Because you, you're not allowed opinions anymore. We're not allowed to have an opinion. Like if I say, like I say, I believe in natural birth and I really, really strongly believe in breastfeeding. If I post that on Instagram, it's like it's like I've just told everyone who thinks the opposite, that they're a yeah. piece of shit and they should go die. I'm like, no, I'm Cara Saunders. This is my page. This is what yeah. I love and believe in. I love yeah. sharing that message for anyone who wants to hear it. If you don't, cool, man. Like, don't, right. oh, no, I don't hate right. you for it. Go do you, man. That's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. But like, but now like i said had my son two kids in i love having two kids like i thought one kid was cool and two kids just even better and are i'm you like, have
0: three are you gonna do three
1: i don't think we'll have three okay i don't think we'll have three are They're you being like, are
0: you being care are you being careless with your fornication
1: no, no we're never careless i'm i like naturally track and i'm always very mindful i'm in tune i'm like we're more careful now because like when you're careless
0: you know, is he careless Are you're like dude what what'd you do <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're no, we're good. We're good. Okay. All right. uh, no, we're good. We've, I That's mean, we ended
0: up with twins, careless, just carelessness uh, on my part. No. She told me she was like, what?
1: Yeah. We've had no accidents in the seven years or whatever it is. Oh, okay. So we're like, we're okay. everyone's on purpose. So we're good. Um, if, if, in yeah, if in doubt we'll, we'll be careful, but, um, yeah, the, oh, I've totally lost my train of thought now. <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs>
0: basically having, having kids values, uh, yeah, like it's yeah, now
1: now more than ever, I think as you get older, and then I think this is one of the most beautiful beautiful things about having children is that um you really do level up and you become you find this whole other like selfless part of you, like any parent will know, like you and and happily so. Like I love people like, oh you know, you gotta do you. And I'm like, I do, I do wherever I can, but I am more than happy to breastfeed my child for a couple of years, and you know, one day that that child's gonna go and leave me, and they're gonna do their life. And I know that I've done everything that was really important to me, and that I loved and valued. And that is not—I have no problem doing that. Like I love that. that's why I had my children. Like I, I'm happy to give all of myself to them. But three now, in the morning,
0: kids throwing up by the toilet. You're over there like with your hand on their forehead, <laughs> like w- telling them how much you love them. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. I actually like. <laughs> You know, I'm like, I hate everything about this, and I'm actually thoroughly enjoying it. I know the selflessness yeah. part is weird. I don't even know what happened to the old me. It's, it's crazy. he It is.
1: It is. I remember, like, yeah, same thing. Like, Scotty got really sick in the U.S. when we were there for the game. She was throwing up all night the night of my, before my first day of competition, and what I'm year there. Was in that? This, uh, last year, so uh, yeah, 22, um, and uh, she was throwing up everywhere nonstop for like a week, and. Uh, all night I was up with her and you know what she just wanted her mom and you know Maddie's like look I can bring her out here and I'm like this kid's three and she oh maybe she just turned four and and I was she's like she just wants her mom and I'm like I'm here holding this kid's hair back and I'm like I do it over and over again I'll go into that first day of competition tired and you know struggling and whatever because I've had no sleep but I'm like there's no substitute for the fact that this like this kid wants her mom like I just and there's I have no problem with that. I'm like, it is what it is. <laughs> like you just know. You know it's chaos. Like yeah. you know it's chaos, but it's yeah, it's still the best. But I think now more than ever, I'm and I'm actively working to get rid of anything of caring about what anyone thinks of what I do or how I am or whatever, because I know I have good intentions and I like I said, I like me, I like how I show up and I know I try and improve the things you that I'm not. You present that about. way.
0: You present that way. Oh,
1: that's you, good.
0: you present that way a hundred percent
1: not in like a oh i'm perfect but i know no, that i'm also no, and trying not even to... like a
0: fuck you you present like hey this is me
1: yeah and i and i and I. And you
0: accept yourself
1: and it's and it's okay like it's okay and so now i'm really trying to like i said man i'm like let's lean into like what our value we know what our values are because we've always kind of been alive but i'm like let's really like put it down on paper like uh let's have conversations oh. with people and go like this you is do that
0: you put your values down on paper
1: yeah we're like so well we're we're in the process of it. Like I just kind of was, we literally have just been talking about it in the last couple of days. So it's funny you brought it up, but we, um, yeah, I was like, man, we need to like really go We're we're like working on some kind of projects together and stuff at the moment. And I'm like, Hey, as we go into this next phase and like evolution of like work and stuff we're doing um, I'm like, it's really important that we put down what we're never willing to sacrifice. Like what is the, what is the most important thing? Like we fast forward, like I'm a hundred, he's a hundred and two we're about to hold hands and die peacefully together the dream you know like something some shit like that that we've constructed i'm like what do we look back on like how does that feel and what do we want that to look like because you know i can guarantee the last thing we're going to care about is like what kind of house we had or you know like anything like that we're going to care about like you know like he he says it too is like me and him have to be best friends forever like our kids are gonna go and find their best friend and their soulmate one day and then it's gonna be me and him so like we yeah, yeah. we really like hold in on that and put a lot of time and love into that and um yeah i'm like and then we have to we have to set that up so that we can be really clear because yeah i don't like the thought of handing that over to somebody else and it is so true like if you don't know are you gonna school your you. kids this has been anyone who knows me that's been <sighs> around me is probably sick of me talking about schools but um look, our schools are not as bad as in the US from what I see, like the system and stuff is not as bad. At the moment, Scotty's in um, a kindergarten program at a Christian school. Mm -hmm. Um, We were very adamant on, we're in a position that we could pay for that. Um, And we were not comfortable with the government schools, um, especially like through COVID and stuff like that. Um, We liked, I grew up in the church. I'm not like heavily religious or anything now. Maddie went to a you know, like a religious boarding school and we love the values and we, like I, I have grown up in the church. church, I just don't like to live in the church now or anything, but I do believe in a lot of the values and, and morals and all of that kind of stuff that, it, that they do. Um, and so we've been really happy with that. I am trying, so she could go to what we call prep, which is the start of school next year. She will still only be four and a half. So we made the decision to hold her back because I want her home with me um, and with her brother and, you know, to learn more home values. I still think she's a little person and it's too soon to go into that. And I'm trying to figure out what that looks like because we've talked about my ideal scenario would be some sort of hybrid system of like a little bit like homeschool and then like a couple of days in some kind of like environment because there's a lot that she's learned even in in being around these other kids like that. So, for instance, Maddie and I were like, you're going to go out into the world and you're going to have to deal with people and I still want to instill an element of, like, resilience and understanding of how the world is when you go out into it. And I don't want to, like, have my children necessarily be too sheltered. Um, There's, like, so many factors, right, that we're trying to, like, figure out what the right answer is. Um, And then... But then there were like a few things towards the end of this year. She's on holidays now from her kindy where I was like she had these relationships with some other kids, a couple little bratty shitty ones, you know, like and they were kind of saying certain things and like making her really uncomfortable. And it 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 spruked a lot of conversation for us with her. And then towards the end of the year, all of a sudden she started to show the way she started to show up then with other kids outside in her sports and things like that and with us you could see the value of those like conversations and that experience and how that played out being in that environment. I don't like it five days a week. I don't like it. You mean in a positive
0: way being around the shitty kids helped her in the sporting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, totally like, and, and just in life, like even in, I've noticed how she's like leveled up in the conversations that we've had to have with her about like, Hey, just so you know, um you know little things like someone will say that you know they don't like my shoes or they will you know whatever like they'll be rude to each other as they do like or they tell each other stuff and the conversations we have going oh um but just remember you know I said we had this conversation over and over different people like different things that's been like a huge theme for us and I'm like that's okay that or sometimes I said sometimes people are wrong they said oh she'll go oh this little girl said this at school and I'll be like that's not true Bob. She goes, but she said I said, I'm your mom, and I promise I'll never tell you a fib. I'll never lie to you. And if I don't know something, we'll go and try and find out together. But I said, if someone, sometimes some people tell fibs, and they they tell fibs for you know different reasons, or maybe they didn't even know and they thought that was the right thing. Um, and so, and then we've talked about that kind of thing. And then the whole like, yeah, um, people, different people like different things. And then all of a sudden, she starts coming out to me like she'll go she'll constantly like, mom, mom, watch, watch this, watch this, and she'll do something, and I'll go sometimes I'm like oh that's cool and then sometimes I'll be like oh that wasn't that cool bub like and she's like oh and I'll be like that's cool I'm like do you think it was cool and she's like yeah I'm like well that's cool I didn't think it was cool but you did so that's fine and she'll go like, yeah mum. we just like different things you know and it'll be like it's like little things like that in the evolution and there's like there's another example the other day I can't think of and I said to Maddie like this is really paid off um in these conversations so Yeah, I don't know. We've got a couple of options here. There's like a little independent, it's called the Village School. It's kind of like, it's sort of homeschooly, and it's like an independent place down the road where they do things like homeschool, but it's with other children and they go to the beach every day and um, I'm trying to find, I still haven't, Maddie and I haven't landed on the right answer yet. We've got another 12 months to figure it out and we don't know. But um, I, at the moment, I don't think, the right setup for us would be me homeschooling full time. Um so I don't know. We've explored like what it would look like then to have there's programs around I need to do a bit more research where like homeschool kids go and like join up with other homeschool kids and then there's I don't a know. program
0: called Kumon. They have it in Australia. You should look into it. K-U-M-O-N.
1: Okay. I'll have and a at da- right and,
0: and your daughter's old enough to go into it. And okay. there's a reading, there's a reading and a math portion and my kids yeah. do it. I homeschool we homeschool our kids. Mm-hmm um but but Avi did go to pre-k and k for i want to say for one year or two years he did go and then COVID happened and then he was in a, a hybrid program like you were saying where he was supposed to go two days a week but mm-hmm. the school the school started getting weird started sending home like some weird shit
1: yeah and that's my Having thing some is- weird
0: shit up around the outside of the school i was like whoa 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 whoa
1: so like and it's really like area de- it's really area dependent here too. Like we are yeah. really lucky in the space that we're in. Like we're in a really good little community where we are and there's a lot of like really like-minded people. And so yeah. my biggest thing is about the company she keeps. Yeah. Um and and that's I think that's the most important thing. I'm like you'll learn to read and write and we're going to teach you and we're going to do all of that, but I also don't want I just don't believe in like forcing kids to like do so much like you have to be this and you have to do that like you know but but then there's an element to where we're like look we grew up in that system and Maddie and I have still learned because of our family values we've still learned how to think outside the box and do things for ourselves right right and so we know that the majority of the work is done in the home anyway um and yeah so we're still i don't i don't know check back with me and I'll let you know how we what we figure out but if every person i talk to i ask as many questions as i can and maddie and i have questions about it every single week trying to find the right answer and i probably overcomplicated it but it's really important to me
0: oh yeah, um, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a trippy thing
1: yeah but um
0: we never think about yeah. going back just so you know yeah N- never even a little bit
1: yeah yeah um,
0: yeah how is um uh how's how's your fit uh, what's your crossfit uh uh ca- career games thing look like are you done have you are you officially retired are you in the nah. drug pool? Are you in the drug testing pool?
1: Yeah, so they sent me the thing like the whole time I was pregnant. I never replied, and then um, I think I replied to the last one they sent me. Um, I, I. Am not so you're assisted. in the
0: drug testing pool, which means that you could. You're still like, like I think Josh Bridges is still in the drug testing pool.
1: I think they just keep they keep you in it unless you ask not to be. Okay. I've never. I've only been tested out of like in Australia once out of season though. In okay. the in the ten years or something that I've been on that, so um, I'm just
0: wondering what your commitment is. That's my way of taking a temperature, not so much to judge them.
1: No, no. So I, I literally I get an email and it goes report your whereabouts. If you if we decide to test you and you're not in one of those places, then you'll get penalized. But I don't. I haven't been tested out of season. I've only been tested once, and then I get tested obviously every competition. Um, I'm not officially retired, but uh, I s- explain it this way: is my my mind and my commitment to like the top position is retired if that makes sense yeah. um because obviously i have more important things going on in my life and um i need a it's like athletes are like super disposable right and you know at any what's a different, different
0: word you would use besides important i I'm, I'm okay with important and i believe you is there another word you can think of um besides what, important
1: in uh like oh, what, that are, that are things that are important to me Um
0: uh, yeah like why 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 can't why aren't you um could you if you wanted to let me ask you that could you if you wanted to
1: yeah 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 look so i i look at it this way i i explain it as like you know like a pie graph you know see yeah. a pie graph you know and it's like yeah. broken into all the percentages and the pieces of the pie yeah i go i've got a hundred percent of my pie and that's me and that's yeah. how much i have of me to give yeah and it, i'm like i over my life those pieces change food get added in you know some get removed and they change size depending. And then I'm like, there's only so much of me and my kids and my family and keeping a roof over their head and our life and my health and my happiness and just me generally being me, I like take up most of that. And then so the piece that I have left for competition is smaller. Um, I still love CrossFit and I still love to work out, um, but I've shifted my priorities and my pieces to allow more space for other things and less space for that. So um, that's probably the best way I could explain it. Um and so at the moment i do you miss it no
0: no you don't want to be back inside the stadium people screaming your name going batshit crazy all the tension and pressure and
1: no look i think you just i don't know i've always said that i would ride the wave like i became an athlete by accident i didn't go i'm gonna be a classic games athlete it was an accident i just said i'd ride the wave as whenever it felt what felt right i would do and if it didn't feel right i wouldn't do it um I love being a mom. Love being a fit mom. Love training at home. Like that's just, it's simple, but I like it, and that's all that yeah. matters. Um, yeah. I am at the moment haven't actually like announced it or anything, but I am looking at do, um, being in a team for the twenty twenty four season. Um, I'm we're waiting on confirmation of one person, a female, as a yes or no as to what that looks like. Would I
0: know any of those people?
1: Yeah yeah yeah. And
0: yeah is is it an australian team
1: yeah yeah
0: and and whose so, idea whose idea was it
1: maddie's actually um oh, these, yeah. so he said to me it started off with i was like i always say like look every year i take it one year at a time i'm not going to tell you in advance what i will or won't do because i don't know how i'll feel i don't know how baby number two will turn out or what my body will do all those things and uh he was talking to me and said like look you got two kids you know, we're doing a lot of work and you're with them a lot. And he goes, you love training and love being in the gym. And he goes, I think it could be really beneficial for you to like maybe look, explore the team option just as like a fun social life to get out and just to do something and be around people and not have it because I said I don't want the commitment. I don't want the commitment of that. I don't want to have to show up for a million hours to train every day. Like I don't, I'm that's dead to me. I can't do that. Like I don't want to do that. Um, and for what? Like there's not enough money and it's like, you know, you. T- it's just, it's not there's not enough like i said so i'll do enough for the love and and i was like all right i see where you're going oh, i it's like that okay.
0: i was able to hear that i could get my head wrapped around that do what enough that? for the love
1: yeah do enough find for the people love who
0: also want to do enough for the love so yeah some some commitments like like you know yeah you still dial show up, you still in, try. Dial eating maybe not yep. you know drink for a little bit and like push harder and uh, and, and if you make it to semi-finals and you get to performing wall and gong or whatever that place is you get to perform in the wall and gong
1: yeah and if and if not it doesn't ta- hasn't taken anything away from my life okay. and it's fine okay. i was going to stay fit and do stuff anyway and okay um i just be open like this is you know with the team this is what i have to offer and the people that i'm kind of aligning with are very much as i was like my my two goals my two like um like things that i had to hit to be in a team that i said i was like one like my conditions is the word I'm looking for. One is I was like I don't want to be like totally shit. Like I still want to like be fit and you know do pretty well and try to want to just like totally fluff around. And two, I just want to have a good time. And myself, like, so it's not a good time. And there's not a good vibe with the people. And we're not we don't have banter. And it's not fun. I don't want it. That's I like I don't want it. I don't want to do anything too serious. I don't want it to be stressful. So the people that um like I've connected with are very much in the same space as me, but in different ways. In like where they're at in life and how much they have to give, and that they've got other pieces of their pie that they need to focus on, and they've got a certain amount of love to give. Still love the sport and still love. James team.
0: Newberry is he one of them?
1: Yes, and yes. um, that yeah. would
0: be that's a that what a great you guys perfect for each other.
1: Yeah, so he, he lives, wants
0: to go hard, but he got yep. shit to do. But he He's wants to go to hard.
1: Yep, that's he don't want to go out
0: there and look like a jackass. He maybe win an event or two, but 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 he ain't gonna be stressed out if he doesn't.
1: Yep, and and that's the thing is I'm like, look, I still want to be fit. I still love I love training. I love what it does to me physically, mentally, emotionally, all the things you know. Like he's a
0: healthy person to be around. I think I think that's that's healthy.
1: Yeah, we're very much aligned. Like he's got his business goals. He's training like as like for the same thing, for the love and for what he has to give. And he loves He – we're very much like in the same space of like – you know, we Is love he in the food. Gold
0: Coast? Is he in the Gold yep. Coast? Oh, yep. shit.
1: Yeah, so he's only like, I don't know, half an hour away from me, I'd say. Um wow. Yeah, a little bit further north. So, yeah, we're just trying to like finalize what that looks like. I'm like I'm still building back from like having a baby. I'm like I don't need to be fit yet, not even for the open or whatever. So I'm making sure I do my due diligence, um, take care of my body first. Um, are you crazy
0: healthy right now?
1: I'm honestly, yeah. One of the healthiest I've been in my life. I would say I, um, it all started with, I'm really healthy when I'm pregnant because I feel like I've got one, one opportunity to hand off really good things to this human. Like they've, they've only got one shot. So I'm like, this isn't about me. This is about the baby. And I'm like, it's really important that I give my child everything I can. So I'm really healthy in pregnancy. I did, um, like I said, I went down the traditional Chinese medicine route postpartum. It was the best thing I ever did. I absolutely loved it. Like all these herbs and teas and like just really holistic. Like I loved it. And I was like, I feel so good. It's like cheating. Like I feel like I cheated postpartum because I'm like, I feel so good. I'm so like, you know, when you feel good from the inside and it comes through on the outside. Like I just. yeah. Were you jaundiced
0: at all after any of your births? uh or, anemic no. or any of that stuff no okay no no i don't
1: think so um no, you I'd say it's so
0: nice i'm always like if you drink coffee or alcohol when you're pregnant you're a shit mom and you're like well i, t- I <laughs> took the and people are like god Sevi, you're a dick just let people do their own thing and you're like well, oh, i chose for my life ch- i only had one chance and i wanted to uh so much look, nicer I- the way you say it
1: yeah look i will i have where i stand is i have like really firm <laughs> values i guess and very firm beliefs on like what i prioritize but also everybody else has got their own and it's of my business so i don't care as long as it doesn't affect me and my family i don't care as long as you don't, I don't care if push- they're shit parents
0: push- either by the way i still like you if like yeah, yeah. like don't i push- fed my kids hot tamales the other day i'm a shit parent i feel I, <laughs> but i accept it but i tell other people they're a shit parent and they're like that's so offensive i'm like oh you are
1: just yeah you smoke Look, cigarettes
0: in the car with your kid and the windows are rolled up you suck
1: yeah that's pretty i still true, like but- you i still like you yeah, that's pretty shit. But um there's obviously like everyone has their like there's a lot of things. There's probably people even more extreme than me and they go like, Oh, you're a shit parent. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. I'm like, yeah. I'm not I'm cool, not a perfect you, yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a perfect one, that's for sure. But um I'm I'm actively like there's a lot of pieces to that too, where I'm like, you know, I'm human, you know. But um You
0: unplug the router at night? No, no. shit
1: parent. Oh shit. shit parent. Parent. I mean, yeah, we shit only parent.
0: I have I have five. I only plug the one that I only unplug one. <laughs>
1: I want to get one of those four fifth
0: shit. <laughs> I want to
1: get one of those things. Have you seen, I keep getting ads for those things that like balance out like the EMF like stuff in your house and you can put them on your phone and you can get like this big plate. Oh, like a, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Supposedly put ben, your phone
0: in there and it won't ring. I, I I'm, I wish they, no, no, they don't,
1: they don't mess with, apparently they neutralize the radiation. And yeah, so Ben Greenfield was like advertising something and I like, I I don't know if I
0: trust that dude. That dude's way into nicotine. And I fuck. Have you ever fucked with nicotine? Nicotine is the most addictive substance on earth. It's crazy. And he fucks Um, with nicotine. I don't trust anyone who fucks with nicotine.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't mess with stuff. I don't. Look, I'm a. Your
0: skin's perfect. You really don't uh, mess with anything, do you? Your skin really. You have very nice skin.
1: Thank you. I try, yeah. <laughs> I try and we've been talking about that too, actually, about people's like hormones and crazy stuff and they work out too hard. But I've, I've always been super aware of that and like really taking care of myself, but I, um, yeah, I, I try and do everything as like natural. And when you and
0: drink, proper. do you drink tequila or vodka only since it's clear?
1: Look, I am a, I am tequila girl through and through. And, yeah. uh, I have, maddie will make me a couple of coconut margaritas a week like i might we oh. once a week we might have like two coconut mar- i've got two drinks in me and that's about it and i'm more than happy to have that in my life and i yeah uh, you know what every time we have like two margaritas and we sit around and we have these crazy chats and we like we like unpack all this stuff we get into it and it's like it's such a cool little like i don't know it's just like a little thing we do it's like he makes them yeah he makes them and uh yeah it's good it's a good time i love that i love i have a margarita tattooed on my bum on my bum cheek so i love them that much but you do outside have, of one,
0: that... you, you do have <laughs> one tattooed there already
1: yeah oh. so i i yeah i do love a margarita. i do love tequila but um
0: i've switched to tequila i was doing spicy margaritas and I, I i'm too old yeah i just need to do tequila and soda water that's it
1: yeah i could do that either i could do that too tequila soda and lime like a little lime juice in there fresh lime could do that
0: that makes but it I'd like li- you're not an alcoholic when you put lime. I just drink it without the lime. Without,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's I'm good. doing
0: carnivore now.
1: Oh, are you? I don't. I'm a, don't,
0: I'm a month in.
1: Yeah. How do you feel? I don't love it. I don't love the concept of it, but I would probably need to try it. I, I'm dragging
0: it. ass, but I feel fucking amazing. I'm, a, I'm, I've, I'm, I I, think, I feel and look amazing. The best I've looked in, in a year. I, I just can't even believe it. I know you can't yeah. tell, but you should have seen me two months ago. I'm a fucking mess.
1: Yeah. Hey, you'd know. I think. I think that there's definitely benefits to it from what I know and I could I would need to learn a lot more but um I I think there's definitely benefits on like a I don't know almost how do you say it like with certain like with condition hormonally and resetting and just from like a lot of stuff that we like can potentially overconsume or overload or whatever I think there's a lot of there's a lot of layers to that as to why it can be great and wake and feel great I still have this like when I say I always go back to nature I go well like, what foods have been presented to us in abundance at certain stages, and so I still think that the way that we—this is my personal opinion—is like that we were designed to to live. Is that we would go and we would stumble across, like you know, a bunch of berries and whatever the things yeah, that grow yeah. in abundance that are really yeah. easy and that don't have phytochemicals that aren't trying yeah. to, you know, you know. I love vegetables. My
0: body loves vegetables and fruit. yeah, I do. My I body do. loves that shit.
1: But I think from a healing perspective and if there's anything that potentially needs to be like cleansed or even just to – I don't think we should do anything every day. So I think that's where it could probably benefit is if people are eating the same thing for breakfast and the same thing and they're eating at the same time, I I don't love that. I think that it should be a lot more flowy and there should be periods of where it's just meat and then periods where you're – like even seasonally, right? Like Yeah, I'll probably just do it for
0: three months. I'm I'm shooting for two months and then probably like a bonus month.
1: Yeah, and you know what? You'll come back into the summer, and all of those fruits will be in abundance. And that's yeah. kind of like whatever's season, whatever's local to you. Like I eat like seasonally and locally, whatever's kind of like in my vicinity. I've got a yeah. my fruit and veggies got delivered before. Like they, you know, it's whatever. Uh, like sure, I might want plums and peaches in that month, but they're not growing right now, so I don't eat. You're
0: it. a real dirt twirler. I didn't realize that. It's fucking. It's pretty cool.
1: A dirt twirler is that like a like a natural? Kind it's of, like a hippie. A yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: I mean like, yeah. You just sprinkle yeah, some like dirt. A, like just the um, breast milk and dirt. Those are your two go-to medicinal elements.
1: <laughs> I need to put that on a hat or something, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> are
0: you barefoot a lot? Are you barefoot? Yeah. Yeah. I only put on shoes like if the job requires shoes. If it doesn't require shoes, why would I put on shoes? Like I'm just barefoot. My kids, Same with my kids. All yeah. the shoes stay in the car. Why would you need shoes? Unless you were going to do something that required yeah. shoes. But like my going out to the restaurant, like doesn't yeah. require shoes until they yell at you. Yeah. My
1: daughter's always barefoot. And, yeah. uh, and then – it's always like if we're in an area where maybe people have like broken glass or it's hot or whatever, then like put your shoes on for a safety point of view. But like, yeah, I had people joking around because like the first while after having my son, I was like doing just workouts like in my gym, whatever I was wearing, man, I'd be like, all right, this kid's asleep for a second and he's not attached to me. I'm just going to like get anything done. And um, I'd never wear shoes or whatever. And people would be like, are you wearing shoes in your training yet? And I'd be like, I've worn shoes three days in a row when I worked out, you know, I've wow. leveled up. Like- wow. But, um, like just depending on what I'm doing, but I'm not, I mean, I live on the coast too. So we just, you know, we're always at the beach and just kind of cruising around. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's nice to like, not, I'm not like put together. I don't like to be put together. I like to be just chill.
0: What time is it where you're at?
1: Uh, two 30 in the afternoon. Mm.
0: Well, yeah. thank you. That's I fine. was like, I, I was planning on just like talking to you for like 15 minutes or 30 minutes, like just to catch up. <laughs> I'd be just like, Hey, what's up? What are you doing? That's not possible
1: with
0: me. And then and then I got a birth story. That was crazy.
1: Yeah. One of
0: my sponsors is BirthFit.
1: Oh yeah. I have I honestly I had so many people um like reach out to me about like helping with like my postpartum or whatever, and I got just really overwhelmed. There was too many and I was like, look, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm just going to go find someone that I'm going to do what I did last time. Um, but, yeah, that's great. There will be a lot of people that ask and a lot of people that ask me like for resources and stuff. I'm not like qualified to tell. I have kind of do a lot of things by feel. But, um
0: these people are cool birth fit people. They're fully aligned. They, I mean, they do the whole gambit. They'll walk women through the, the whole gambit of whatever, you know, what they want, but they're fully aligned with like, Hey, you can do this. This isn't a fucking medical procedure. Like yeah. you're made for this. You can, you know, it, it, it's, it's a, it, they're sweet. I'm stoked on them. You may even know the late, do you know, Lance cantu He was on the, he, he worked for CrossFit. He was on the seminar staff. He's a games uh, athlete, maybe in 2009.
1: Uh, and maybe oh I don't think so I'd maybe okay. know if I saw him okay. but I'm not too okay. sure yeah but yeah that's the women need more of that so I hope I hope people see that because I get a lot of people ask and I'm like oh I'm not qualified enough to tell you but I can tell you what I do
0: yeah you're qualified hey uh, thank you once again thank you thanks for uh, sh- sharing your birth story thanks for what you post online um, you're always welcome on the show. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I know, I know you are busy and I know you value your time and I know other people have asked you to come on and, uh, and and you're, you're not an easy catch. So I really appreciate how easy you make it always for the Sevon podcast.
1: Well, likewise, I'd like to show up for the no bullshit people. I don't turn up for the small talk. So, um, all right. I appreciate it. It'd be nice to chat. chat. (laughs) All
0: right. Tell Maddie, I said, what's up? Have a good one.
1: We'll do. Bye. All right.
0: Bye. Uh, not, uh, Kara Sanders, but Kara Saunders. Not Kara Webb, not Kara Webb, but Kara Saunders. Who knew? You, Do did, did you guys all know when you see all the images and shit popping up um, that Caleb's back there? Hey, guys, I fuck with Caleb, too. Every once in a while, like, I'll say something, and then I'll rush over to try to pull that up before him. And, like, there was a good one this morning. Like, I th- I thought we pulled it up. I When I pulled it up, I, I saw you smile because you thought I thought... You got me. We pulled something up at the same time. It and was it's the not, exact
2: same website, too. Yeah,
0: same website, same image. And I thought it was mine. I'm like, got you, fucker. And then I was like, oh, fuck, he's controlling it. It is. <laughs> 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 but it's so unfair when I do it because you've done like 10 in a row. I'm like, okay, I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to try to sneak one in here and get it before Caleb. Nope. Always ready. Uh, oh, shit, shit, shit. The one thing in my notes that I wanted to ask her about. Darn it. She has this sponsor that I wanted to ask her about. Son of a bitch. I've seen these guys on um Instagram. It's this Vuli play. And it looks like she has this for her kids. This is damn, I wanted to ask her about this. Okay, next time.
2: Yeah, I gotta get her back on.
0: Yeah, this is. This looks pretty cool. It's not easy finding a good monkey bar set. Look how stable that thing looks.
2: Yeah, it's not super expensive either, and it's massive.
0: Yeah, it's not super expensive. You're right. Uh, are they Australian? That sucks. If they, look followed by car car. Oh, here. Oh, got him. Yeah, guys, you should awesome. sponsor me. Put this thing in my backyard. Lickety split. Look at this trampoline. Oh wow, that's cool. Dude, having that basketball hoop there, though, looks crazy. Kids would be trying to dunk on that shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And, like, you jump up underneath it and bang your head on it?
2: Looks like it's got, a like, a rubber hoop or, like, a padded hoop.
0: So it won't kill you? It'll only maim you? <laughs> yeah. you
2: won't hang yourself. It'll just concuss yourself.
0: Trampoline business is crazy. Lawsuits must be nuts.
2: I've been getting a lot of... Uh reels or suggested videos on instagram about how to put one in the in the ground
0: yeah like i'm
2: not i don't know why why they think i'm gonna do that
0: but holy shit i think Froning might have one of those
2: in ground trampoline
0: yeah god that's sick i want that that's cool an in-ground trampoline is that hard to do
2: uh no not really i think digging the hole is probably the hardest part and then you have to level it out and put a little foundation down
0: you think it's just a trampoline put in the ground that's it no yeah absolutely that's what it is and then you kind of got to cut the hole perfect because you don't want like some gap that someone falls into next to the trampoline right right hmm and if you fuck that up, it's fucked up. You're not like patching that side. Uh, you could patch it for sure because it's it's just grass. It's grass. No, cuz once that dirt comes loose there, I bet you the dirt comes loose there anyway. It just starts crumbling in. Yeah, if you don't put a retaining wall up, for sure. Oh, that's what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to put a retaining wall? Yeah,
2: they have like I think some of the trampolines they'll have uh they'll come with a retaining wall. So it'll come with just some sort of heavy-duty wall pieces that'll go the circumference of the trampoline and hold up
0: everything around it uh i'm looking at the 10 by 17 pro lime Iena ground trampoline oh fuck it i I need to see a video what the fuck am i doing looking at a uh do-it-yourself backyard ground trampoline Oh, this guy's got a fucking tractor. Oh, shit, dude. This looks hard.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the digging the hole part is a hard part for sure.
0: Let me show you. Let me see if I can. This guy has a fucking tractor. This is like your dad has to be a contractor. (laughs) How did it go from that? Wait. That was way
2: too fast. Back up. (laughs) What?
0: I, I forgot to film the metal sheeting before backfilling the dirt. You jackass. That was the one thing I wanted to see. <laughs> that's the whole video. <laughs> you didn't even get that part.
2: Welcome to the restoration. Yeah, okay. like
0: that. Yeah, that's more my pace. That other dad had like a tractor and shit. Okay.
2: Oh, he still piped that. I think that's the trampoline oh. frame. Oh, and he just put it on top of the... Holy shit, that's close to the... Uh... That's really close to a bunch of
0: cinder blocks. <clears throat> Wait, he's cutting that with a mat knife with the trampoline under there? Yeah, the little turf section? Hmm. Wow, he's going all out. Oh, and he did it barefoot. Holy shit. This is like a real dad. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Hey, you know right away he wishes he did a bigger trampoline. Yeah, that's kind of... a. Bitch-ass trampoline, to be honest. Moy. Hi. Good evening. The fuck am I doing? Still awake. The day I realized that I was fat was when I was on a trampoline with my little sister and I accidentally landed on her elbow and broke it. I think that happens if you're not fat, too. (laughs) Yeah, you want to put gravel under there so you have drainage. Yeah. Country girl. Janelle. Yeah. Yeah, Giggity. I'm going to need you to come in on
2: Saturday. Giggity. Hey, I did a workout video today. I saw that. I almost texted you and I said, "Are you? is this
0: is this for real? Because it was like a premiere. Yeah, It's crazy. I, I, I watched the premiere when I was in my kid's jujitsu and I was looking at the comments. And like, people are just fucking idiots. What, about, what do you mean? About what? Like, like some, like people in the live chat are like, oh, I don't know if he had depth on that dip. I'm like, people are like, his chest is tight because he doesn't do CrossFit. I'm like, listen, motherfucker. There's not one fucking person who goes deeper on bar dips than me. Not one. Not one person in the fucking audience. Did you see how fucking low I go? I didn't even know I go that low. That's why my muscle-ups are so insane. Or someone's like, he's breathing heavy after one round. Motherfucker, I told you I just did 100 calories on the assault bike. (laughs) And then they're like, no rep. And I'm like yeah do you guys fucking know that i was in charge of fucking main site for years you ding dongs years like i know what i'm doing i'm fucking scaling after fucking five rounds look at that depth yeah wow that's pretty good someone else is like you can raise that pull-up bar how about fuck you if you raise that pull-up bar, your head's in the ceiling. I know. I just like just the, All the comments were just, "You don't go fucking lower. You go lower on my dick." I go lower. God, it was such a nice, it was such a nice podcast with uh, Miss Saunders. Now it's gone to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Seven I'm back on the devil's lettuce. No, are you kidding me? Never.
2: You're yeah. almost doing chest bar strict.
0: I know. That's how I work out. Just fucking, I'm chill. Just chill. It's all there your one wheels. I uh, should have seen uh, uh, should have been ring dips. I know I keep referring them to ring dips. I don't even think I can do one ring dip. Uh, Caleb uh, traded a bottle of fire water and a pack of smokes to the local Native Americans for that jacket and 100 acres of land. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I got the uh, uh The Shadikin. This is
2: all they left me.
0: Anyway, I tried to uh the workout, I, and, I, and I should have done a better intro. I'm, I'm new to this game. I should have explained that I was going up against Andrew Hiller and Craig Ritchie. Yeah,
2: I'm sure no, people please. are
0: confused as
2: to why you're doing 10 rounds of seven, ring, seven bar dips and five pull-ups like everybody else is.
0: Hey, I want to show you something that you've seen already. I want to show everyone. Listen, for those of you who stuck around this long, I got a crazy special treat for you. Not, I can't show you a lot. Hmm. He's nice. I can't show you a lot, but I can show you some. This is the trailer to the behind the scenes. I'm going to show you the first 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. 10. Well, really it's supposed to be, uh, sorry. It's supposed to be, um, yeah, it's supposed to be as many, uh, dips and pull ups. seven dips and five pull-ups unbroken um as fast as you can 10 rounds i knew i was going to try to game it i thought for some reason i could do around a around a, uh, a, a minute i was a jackass didn't, didn't do it okay here we go this is the trailer to the behind the scenes it's um can't. Yeah.
2: i got us live on instagram too so
0: whoever's on there gets to see it as well oh that's crazy i want i could i could show the whole thing and then just clip it off at the end like when it's done But I'm afraid I, I, I just don't want anyone I don't know I feel like, I feel like I'm cheating on Susie Like I, I haven't talked to Suze about this and, and this is just a rough Don't get crazy anyone Okay you guys ready This is this is only a, I'm only showing 30 seconds of this Okay ready it's a, it's a two and a half minute trailer God that you guys are going to love The behind the scenes this year Okay ready Here we go Oh wait let me pull this down What is this nonsense up here Okay Uh Uh what do I push? Oh, play. A
2: short-ass cameraman going above and beyond? I knew in a moment it must be Savon. What
0: about the camera? Let's flip, let's flip the whole thing no. around. No? Okay.
2: And more rapid than eagles, his team all came as he shouted on Sousa in each member's name your big boy panties on and go talk to her. Really? Yeah. She asked if you were scared of her. What did she tell her? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> and so to their cameras his team soon flew with hard drives full of space. And Savan did too.
0: My brother told me. He asked Mariah, yeah. like are you here because Savannah doesn't dare to come here? And she said yes. But I just went over there, and I bought some big boy panties. Oh, nice. Yeah, just- you need All to- right, all right, all right, all right. That's enough of that nonsense. All right, all right. Those right. way more than 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I talked to Laura Horvat. You guys are so lucky. Holy shit.
2: <sighs>
0: just hidden here at the end of some obscure video no one's going to see. So that's good. Only 181 of you see it thanks mason you guys are gonna be stoked it's 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 uh it's 14 or 15 episodes of just complete it's like just a yearbook flipping through a yearbook big boy panties big boy i put on my big boy panties all right uh thank you thank you ah, thank you thank you Caller right now chrissy thank you oh chrissy it's been a while geez where you been Thank you, gifting your big boy uh, laced uh, panties. So yes, thank you. Call her up. Oh yeah. Oh dude, I fr- freaking love you guys too. Okay. Um, uh, easy rambler, easy. You can't just talk to every hot chick. Easy, settle down. Hey Chrissy. Yeah. Hey. Oh, she's here every day. All right. All right. Pay more attention. All right. Yep. Show's over. See you guys tomorrow morning. Tomorrow we have Nathaniel. Nathaniel's been on the show before. He was the guy who walked on his hands for a year, basically, and got the crazy forearms. And he's been doing this other thing where he's fucking around with a bar now. So we'll check in with him. Um, Nathaniel Nolan. And listen, on Friday, no. On Saturday, no. Oh, where, when's Jennifer say? I don't see her on here anymore. Oh, that's not for a while. That's for, oh, that's not till January 2nd. Okay, fine. Okay. Tomorrow Nathaniel Nolan is on. It's going to be a good show. Um all right. Uh Patrick Rios uh great shows uh, more Aussies. Uh, fair enough. Oh, Patrick Rios is the guy I think he edited the um the trailer with uh with uh Will Brandstetter. Patrick, good to see you, buddy. All right. Uh love you guys. Bye-bye.